0: fuck man christ the things that we've gotten into tonight (laughs) oh hey internet welcome to the intoxicated podcast a weekly comedy talk show that dives into the personal lives of comedians experts and creators I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, a very amateur stand-up comedian and self-proclaimed side girl. It's the comedy podcast with a lot of heart. Feel hard and talk hard. This is The Intoxicated Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and I am here with... Producer Sarah, we did. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, when I threw that to you, I was like, "What's she gonna say?" <laughs> Producers, co-producer, <laughs> who am I? <laughs> who am I? What is going on? And yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy week for me. Um, we are recording this intro the the night before. I had to the United States of America. America, heck yeah. America. I'm going on a road trip with Clifton Cremo, and we are going to go see Whitney Cummings. I don't know why I thought you we were going to say Whitney Houston and I was like, "You can't anyways. <laughs> you can't see her. You can't see her." She dead. <laughs> um so excited, but but we're going to do a quick intro for this episode because this is a uh, doozy of an episode. Uh, before I get to that, guys, hey, remember to subscribe <laughs> to the show. <laughs> subscribe. I don't know why I question that. Do you remember subscribe or prescribe? No, subscribe. We 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 prescribe you to, to subscribe, subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening, obviously. Whatever you're listening to this on right now, hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Also, if you're listening on Apple, leave us a rating or review, a please. Review or rating. Re- oh my God, review or rating. <laughs> I'm actually having j- some jingles made. Uh, Wendy's going to make us some jingles. Oh, that's so, fun. so I'm I'm going to get some jingles for like P break, uh, yeah. like a TMI warning, like stuff oh, like that. That's so fun. Yeah, so maybe we'll make a reviews but one too. Now, go uh, on to Apple, iTunes Music, or wherever you listen to iTunes. Pods, iPods. <laughs> this is not going well. Just subscribe ah! to our podcast. Just subscribe and leave a review, please. Tell your friends. Uh, make sure you're following the podcast on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, Intoxicated Podcast. And please check out the YouTube channel. Um, and as always, we're always taking voicemails, so you can leave us a voicemail. The link is in the description of the podcast and also the anonymous... I guess I'm calling it the talk line form. Fill out the talk form because then you can stay anonymous. You don't have to call in with your voice, and you can say whatever the fuck you want in the talk form. Like exactly. it's almost like the amped up version of the voicemail. Yeah, exactly. Because it's anonymous. So please do it's that. Anonymous. Um you guys, this week's episode is insane. It's a little bit cray cray. It's a little bit all it's a little bit awesome in the best way possible. It's a little bit <sighs> captivating. I had a Podcast hangover after this episode, yeah. But that's a good thing because that means that means you had a conversation that number one you'll probably never forget, and number two, like it was so good it just took a lot out of you. So good, so unexpected. Um, this week's guest is is a new comic to the Halifax comedy scene, Andrew Kay. Um, originally from Newfoundland, he is here now. He's part of the Halifax scene now, and. I met him a couple times and I was like, he just seems interesting to me. So like, come on, come on the podcast. And, uh, I was, uh, not expecting, uh, a, a three hour conversation Surprise! that, um, <laughs> we, I, I edited it down to the best of my ability. I mean this in the best way possible, but it was a lot. It was a lot. We really, it was a lot of fun. It was tons of fun, but we got into some, you know, some touchier subjects. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to like tease too much about it because I really just want people to listen. But what a conversation. And number one, Andrew's hilarious. Um, If you ever see him perform, he is uh, extremely natural and comfortable on stage. And he is always like interacting with the crowd while also doing jokes, which I think is something so many comics strive to do. Uh, And it's a hard, and I think it's a skill that like when people do it right, they don't give themselves enough credit for doing it right. Exactly. So super funny. And uh, we talked a lot in this episode about things like enlightenment and meditation and being joyful in your life and joyful in yourself. Um, And it's, (laughs) I'm like on this big kick now about like meditation and, just the idea it's, of that, like you're separating yourself from your emotions mm-hmm. not not in a not in a bad way though. It's surprising how beneficial meditation is. Yeah, because like you kind of just brush it off before you start doing it, but it yes. makes such a big difference. Such a big difference. And um, this yeah, like I said, this conversation went all the places we had. You know, stories. We talked about some some touchier subjects, um, and then at the end, the end was really funny. We talked about like relationships and hookups and all of that. So please try listen. This please is this episode to the whole is an ice cream cake. All right, mm. I don't expect you to finish it in one sitting, but just like you know, pick at it, pick over away at the it, year. put it in the fridge, but the freezer. Have a couple cream. slices at a time, and then come back to it come back to it um it was truly a great like I truly think it's one of the more memorable conversations I've had on this show in the five years that I've done it Mm -hmm. yeah so Mm. I love this one you guys and uh I'm gonna get you to please follow Andrew K on Instagram at have a nice K underscore so K like K-A-Y have a nice K underscore (sighs) that's funny right I know Um, so please give him a follow. And that's it, you guys. So enjoy this supersized epic conversation with Andrew Andrew Kay. phones we're not on like i have a screen here but i'm not uh but it's just to make sure things are recording and shit um (laughs) but yeah no it is like a cup like it's like an hour or two of conversation that like we don't always have anymore to
1: be honest i hate hanging around (laughs) like after shows and stuff i don't hate it but and i want and it's funny because i want to like get to know people
2: I've noticed but that about I also you. Also, yeah,
1: just you... like leaving and going home because you know work or whatever. I just like okay. I like eating chocolate, and I just like going home and eating chocolate and just sitting and watching. You know, I I've been watching a lot of baseball videos on YouTube and stuff, and that is just a pleasant thing that I like doing lately. But uh, you know, I don't. I like I like shooting the shit sometimes, but then it gets late, and I just I, I just want to be like alone and silent yeah and then, uh, well you're
0: someone who works so it makes total sense yeah. that you
1: wouldn't like the thing is is like so i don't get time to meet meet people as, as much it was um and the new guy it's kind of awkward i feel like i don't like small talk and and just and trying to figure people out and be like you're on the right show your day and all that yeah and just i don't know how to bridge the gap between meeting someone and being like Know enjoyably them. friends you know in that smooth flowing it friendship it is a
0: strange thing especially at uh, in your 30s yeah i find it's it even stranger happens. because when you're in your 30s you this is sad to say but like you've become your own friend like you just said i i like going home and being with myself and eating chocolate and watching baseball videos like like when you're when you're older like you really i i always say i'm like the competition for me like with men is not other women. It's you're in competition with me. Like <laughs> I'm the competition. It's either you or me and I enjoy me more.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So like um, like I like I've become someone who just really enjoys being alone. And yeah. I never was like that before. Biggest extrovert, hated would never say that I was an introvert. But like the pandemic and shit like made me like it forced me into like really enjoying alone alone time. Yeah. Which is interesting. Alone time's so nice. I also don't like hanging around after shows. <laughs> I do get sucked into it sometimes.
1: Yeah. Well I'll do it, you know, but. conversation gets there and uh I do enjoy people's company and and uh I have no problem with anyone on the scene. Um
0: boring. Yeah well not yet. We'll
1: see. <laughs> yeah. People might have a problem with me. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It is funny. I I would like to do it, but there's like this conflict where I'm just like, I'd I'd rather just kind of just chill and and not but yeah, that's the thing. It's like this is a moment because like we've seen each other and be like but we've we've never just like sat down and had a, a, a conversation. Top.
0: Exactly. So we
1: to chat. Yeah. So it's cool to take that time.
0: Awesome. So let's let's get into it. Great. Are you ready for this shit? yeah we're diving in there's no going back um (laughs) hey everybody this is the intoxicated podcast and uh i'm so excited to have a a new guest on the show he hails from newfoundland right that's where you that's where you hail from i I love how people in the east coast always say that hails hails Uh, hail from newfoundland um I'm very excited to introduce Andrew Kay to the show. Welcome.
1: Thank you. This is this is nice. This is a nice, enjoyable environment.
0: I'm glad. I would hate for someone to walk in and just be like, "What the fuck did I just walk into?"
1: <laughs> I'm just happy it's warm. <laughs> my uh, my apartment's cold.
0: Oh, so. shitty. Well, this this apartment's actually it can it can get too warm because we don't control the heat. Mm. So sometimes they cook us in here but
1: you're wearing a t-shirt complain. that's that's great.
0: This is a lot for me. Normally I'm like in a tank top and like little booty shorts. That's like what I typically wear around here. But um but yeah, I'm glad you're here. So Andrew, you are you're fairly new to the Halifax scene, right? Yeah. So when did you arrive in Halifax? When did we meet? Was it summertime? I got met?
1: here. I think I got here around uh September or October.
0: Oh, that makes more sense. That's the first time I met you. I'm yeah. trying to think of how we first met. I don't know if it was like, "Oh, it was Foggy Goggle." That's what it was. Yeah. You were new on the Foggy Goggle show yeah, yeah. and we kind of introduced each other. Yeah. After uh Foggy Funnies, uh, every Sunday night at Foggy Goggle hosted by Megan McC- McCracken. You're welcome, Megan, for the free plug. Um yeah, that's awesome. So you you came here and you're living here now, and you are where in Newfoundland are you from? St. John's. St. John's, yeah. and you've been doing comedy for
1: eight years. And how is I that? Think.
0: How has that been?
1: Oh, it's been a journey. Uh, <laughs> do I do I look into the camera? You can, you can look do at you me or
0: the camera. You can you can do whatever. There's no rules. Okay. Just don't look away from like don't look over there. That would be weird.
1: Yeah, yeah, look at something. I <laughs> have to look something. at something. <laughs> yeah. That's okay.
0: But no pressure to, to like eye the camera down because I'm mostly <laughs> doing this. So uh,
1: that might be creepy.
0: It just is interesting
1: the looking into just a camera lens and pretending there's people that you're, you know, like, like, open oh, like you're picturing a, a little
0: like a theater. <laughs> have to of, treat
1: it like a human or
0: Yes. Like Picture about 100 because that's about my listenership.
1: Hey, hey. It's not that much.
0: Should be more.
1: But the thing is, it is, though, if you have like a hundred followers on Twitter, that's not a lot of followers. No. But if you have a hundred followers in real life, that's a
0: cult. If you had a room full of a hundred people, that'd be a lot of people. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of how I see it, too. I kind of see it that way. A a good rule that someone told me when I first started podcasting was... um, Picture your 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 downloads or your listeners, like, picture buying them lunch. And if you can't afford it, that's a good number. And I was just like, <laughs> it's a low bar, but okay. <laughs> Pretty low bar. Yeah. Uh, I'm five years in, so I'm like, I'm looking to grow this bitch. I'm looking to to ramp her up. Yeah. How do you do it? It's a golden question, dude. Still yeah. trying to figure it out.
1: Seems like having fun. Just having fun and just, you know, doing what you love. <laughs> It doesn't seem because like Joe Rogan, I know nobody, uh, Joe, you know Joe Rogan stuff. But like he started it, and he just wanted right. he didn't do it for fame or success. Well, He's just kicking it with friends. That's
0: well, that's, heard. you nailed it with podcasting. If so, it, you you gotta actually enjoy the content you're making. Yeah. And like we said before, we officially start the episode. Like this is a pre-planned, scheduled conversation. Which we might not have had normally, yeah. you and I, you yeah. know? Like, we're Otherwise both. Otherwise, peop- it
1: would have been a date. You yeah. Know, so you want to go for coffees? <laughs>
0: and dates are the. <laughs> Let me tell you, I-, I really do kick it into podcaster mode when I'm on dates. <laughs> it's bad. I'm just asking all the questions. I- I- That's
1: actually really funny to have, like, you should have a Tinder date and then invite <laughs> them onto this podcast.
0: I've wanted to do that. Legit. I feel like
1: that's an exciting thing. I, I've
0: legit wanted to do that. You and might want some sort
1: of like bodyguard here or something. I don't know. That's the thing. I would have
0: to. Oh my God. It'd be so funny to have like a comedian, like a couple of comics here hanging out. Um,
1: oh my God. Yeah.
0: Fuck. That would be funny. Whoever does that would be insane. Can you imagine matching with a girl and then her being like, do you want to come do a podcast with comedians them. watching us? Yeah. Don't tell them?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're just... No, yeah. Just invite them over. Be like, come over to my house. And then just have comics sitting here and then... Honestly, it's a good litmus test for how it would
0: be like dating me. (laughs) Truly.
1: I'm in on this. I would be here, and I fully, I fully support this idea. I think that's hilarious. And uh,
0: well, something interesting that I am doing. Interesting. I'm idea. doing another live show. I, I, I did, I did one like two years ago, but um, I'm going to do another podcast live show. And part of that live show will be a match game segment. I have a friend who's a matchmaker, and we are going to have, we're going to find three bachelors oh. and like put like a screen. Here, so I don't see them, oh. and then ask them questions, and I'll just hear their answers, and then I'll pick one. Yeah, we're gonna do that live on a stage.
1: Oh my gosh, that's that's exciting. Yeah, that'll
0: be exciting to see. You guys will get to see how disappointed I am in every single man.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I should be more positive. Second by second, that's exciting. Yeah, I mean, maybe she'll find someone. She's a match. Maybe- that's her job
0: Yeah that's her job How did we get on this I What was my remember. initial question
1: Where are we
0: Where what? What's going on <laughs> 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 But you've been You've been bumming around the Halifax scene You've been hitting up shows and stuff How does it compare to Newfoundland
1: The thing I've seen here I've mm. mentioned this to people Is that People in Newfoundland are very like Naturally funny. Mm-hmm. It's like ingrained. It's like weird. New Zealand
0: culture. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You just. I don't know what it is. Just because it's shitty to live there or something. <laughs> you run into people like just down the street. They'll crack a joke with you. Like you go to the grocery store. Someone will just crack a joke.
2: Mm. Just
1: this random person you've never met. Right. And then, uh, but like here you don't find that exact same thing so it seems like people are funny in Newfoundland but they don't have jokes that's they don't so understand jokes but here interesting. they have jokes but
0: we have no I personality
1: <laughs> it's not the it, it, there's more of a focus on jokes than like
0: being stage funny.
1: presence and
0: oh yeah that's interesting that is very interesting it's just my
1: observation no 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 um, i, I like don't know that. if it's correct or not but like yeah, like in, in in Newfoundland, there is these like personalities, and people go up on stage and they'll just rant and blah, and it's just like this natural funniness, and sometimes it's not, but it's like there's like this humor to that. Um, but here, it seems like it's you're, you're listening, you're listening to clearly what's a joke, and uh, yeah. often I find there's there's not as much of a veil.
0: It's them. a little predictable.
1: But uh perhaps. And I don't yeah. mean to criticize uh no, anything. This. Um I obviously there's so many talented people here. Mm. Um and it's yeah. That's why actually the like I, I'm really happy to be here for that reason because um I'm getting to see all sorts of different types of jokes and different types of people. Different and, styles. And, and and people are definitely appreciate the form a lot more here. That's where to Yeah. And so uh, and like the whole, yeah, you know, the creative part of it. And people are more passionate about it here. Well, while in Newfoundland, people are right now, the scene I think is looking worse than ever. It's uh, from what I've heard, anyway. It's just, you know, a lot of people aren't performing as much anymore. Oh. Uh, the scene is very small. Oh, yeah, okay. there's not as many shows. Oh. You know, I mean, COVID, what What did COVID play? in that i don't know but like yeah it's almost like covid either
0: either really destroyed some scenes or really ramped up some scenes Maybe, yeah and i i do think here in halifax we ramped up like we we went up not down
1: yeah i heard like you know people say this scene was shit like a couple years ago or whatever but it it's like right and and i wonder if it's like because there's a lot of people on the scene that have only been doing it for like three years and under it seems like most of the scene is built upon people that have been doing it 3 years in under. I
0: would say like 3 to, 3 to 5 maybe at least the
1: open mic scene. Yeah. Then, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, no, you're right. And those are the and you know, I mean we 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 lost someone who put on a lot of shows Derm Laporte. Um mm-hmm. but um it was covid that I think inspired a lot of new mics to pop up. But it's awesome, fucking now, because we're, we're getting even more, and I, I do think it's just gonna keep, it's just gonna keep growing. Um, and truly, kudos, so. kudos to anyone who produces a show. Um, it ain't fucking easy. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, man. There's people it's here really that not. have only been doing it a couple of years, say, and they have, um, not, not that like my skill level is any sort of litmus test. But it's like just looking at them and being like, "Wow, holy shit!" Like, I wish I progressed that quickly, kind of thing. And I don't yeah. know, yeah, they have more skills in certain areas than I have, and yeah. and this and that. Um,
0: be- because and- you might get you might get the the producing skill first. You might be a comic who dives into producing, mm-hmm. but then you develop you develop the comedy skill through being able to be on a show every week.
1: For sure you I don't know. know how people are becoming so skilled so quickly here Because you're not You don't have that many more mics Or we used to have like three a week say I could get up And I'd get up on mics The same mic every week Right Because C- I could Because there wasn't the same amount of people mm. Interested But here Like Beerly's I can only get on there once a month say
0: Right But but, but also just- if you think We have a Sunday night yeah, yeah. Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, you got more mics. Thursday, and then Friday we have yuck yucks, which you could get guest spots on yuck yucks. Mm-hmm. So there's actually comedy. But well, regularly,
1: and- I'm only getting up two or three times a week.
0: Right, 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 on right.
1: Average and probably see to less. me that's a lot. I'm like I, I I only base it on like hearing oh like the 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 New York comics or like the L A or Toronto. Yeah, comics they're like, like multiple you times. Got to do mics. I don't know how I feel exactly about that, but. It does seem like that is a a necessary part of this, is just doing as many bikes as you can.
0: hustle culture a little bit. I think that there's, uh, I think it's good for the most part, but I do think it's not necessary.
1: Hmm. Well, clearly you're pumping out comics here, you know. I um, think
0: that there are comics that don't necessarily have to do a shit ton of mics to do well. Um, and maybe their work, their hustle work is more writing offstage. Um, if you're someone like me, I have to do mics. Cause otherwise I will not do shit. Yeah. It's actually just a motivation thing for me. I I need to be booked on something to fucking do it. Or be, be like motivated to write new material.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's
0: just me. But not everyone's like that. Um,
1: I like working things out on stage more than like sitting and, and writing. Yeah. For me personally. Me
0: too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, you posted something interesting on Instagram that I, I watched before you came over, which was like a video of someone talking about the work hard um, mentality. Like like we should be working more joyfully, not... Oh, yeah. Not... A, not which is interesting because you brought up like hustle culture and shit. And I kind of instantly thought of that because it was an interesting concept of like, we're always told to grind, hustle, work, 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 work hard, work hard. And like, um, but we're not always told to like be present and like enjoy the work we're doing and slow down, which is interesting. Definitely. I really like that approach. I think that that's something I might embrace more.
1: I would say going forward. It's a good, maybe for me, I try to do both. Mm. Mm. -hmm. So I know that when I'm going out and doing mics more frequently, my, my mind is sharper. Yes. And I'm more comfortable on stage. That's a big part of it too. It's like, then when these little hiccups happen in a show or whatever, it's like, it affects me less because, oh, I've been on stage. I don't. you know like i'm not worried i can i'm more comfortable on stage but then you have those breaks and then it's like the mic feels a little bit more alien and that kind of stuff there's nothing
0: worse than being rusty yeah oh it's the fucking worst i like
1: that too i I like it all yeah yeah i like the whole process
0: oh that's awesome you're just like you're down for everything
1: well this is my i look at it like spiritually
0: Oh, yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah, like comedy is
0: uh, like your religion. Uh
1: A I don't know about my I don't know. I don't know like I look at it um yogic yogically.
0: Ooh, tell me about that.
1: So like the different types of yoga. There's different types of yoga. There's Hatha yoga and there's some other yogas. <laughs> And there's karma yoga and, and karma yoga is like, is you can use anything for yoga really, or, or like meditation or spirit, spiritual work. So it's like anything is a process for purifying your body and your mind. Mm. so uh and and that video yeah. that i posted was said grew and uh so like his thing he he, he talked i heard him talk about this thing i was reading him uh actually i was yeah i was reading him talk about uh, karma and it was like karma we all are born with a certain amount of karma uh, in our system like
0: uh I just think of it like karma run right a point like run right a karma
1: yeah he <laughs> That's you know where my mind went to. there's that karma of like good like a lot of people talk about good and bad good that kind of karma but it, he 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 doesn't convey it in that same way it's um i guess like an energetic thing i w- I would know mm. how to like properly talk about it but basically um hmm. he he said some one thing he said was like if you're working like and you don't enjoy it, you're just creating more karma in your life.
0: And, oh and, my god. So
1: like I guess by so alleviating true. karma you're purifying the body and then, you know, uh life feels lighter and uh and then I guess if you look at it spiritually, you're like leading towards enlightenment and uh and new oh, my god understanding of uh i i don't understand all i don't understand any of this it makes that's how i look at it that's why comedy is like i just look at it i'm like okay this is my no matter what happens i don't need to know the result i don't need it doesn't have to result in a good or a bad way it's like whatever i'm doing and if i get success from this great but if not Whatever. Cause you either legit way, just enjoy doing that. Yeah. And it's helping me. And like, that's why it's like, some people are like, oh, I've, I bombed or this sucked or this was bad or this was good. But it's <laughs> like, it's all helping me grow. So why do I hate it? You know? Okay.
0: I have to tell a story. Uh, it involves you. Mm-hmm. Cause this is, like... <laughs> I still think about this and it makes me laugh so fucking hard. So you, okay. So I had a, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you remember this or not. I had my second guest spot at Yuck Yucks. And I was backstage alone. And you came in. This was like again, like it was I was the guest spot, so I don't know who was on. It might have been the headliner on stage or something. Um, but you came in. Hey Sarah, what's up? And I was bawling. I had tears streaming yeah, down my face. Yeah. And you were just like, oh shit. <laughs> Just
1: Sorry so about that.
0: No, it was just so fucking funny because it was like such a fucking like that's just who you are. Like you're you're not someone to cry after a bomb, probably. Do you know what I mean? And uh,
1: sometimes, I mean, just because I look, uh, happy. I try to be optimistic or or whatever. It's like, uh, yeah, it fucking sucks. Stuff sucks. Obviously, yes. stuff sucks, and stuff. Uh, is unpleasant or pleasant, or, uh, you know? But it's like, yeah, I mean...
0: It's all learning.
1: That's how I try to look at it, yeah. Yeah. And the, and the more I keep coming back to that and just keep, oh, okay, hold on. This is happening for a reason, that's that right. kind of thing. But
0: It's tough, yeah, yeah. yeah. You do have to get, wrap your mind around that. Um. How did you find your first couple of years of starting comedy? Were you someone who... Um, like, did you bomb a lot when you first started? Did you do, did you have a strong start? Like, what, what was your start like?
1: I think both. It was, it was looking back on it. It was interesting. Uh, I, man, I was so invigorated because for me, uh, much of my life, I wasn't like very, I wasn't very free, I would say. I didn't feel like I could say what I wanted. Mm. And then once I finally had the courage to do stand up, I was like, this is like I can do anything. I can just say anything and like um and it was so I did some wild stuff. I did like I was doing a character for a while. I was also like scared to kind of just be genuine. Be yourself. Be more genuine you, with myself. Like, yeah. Be yourself. So I had a character. Oh. And I had to kind of move. I moved away from that. I fluctuated with that a bit. So
0: I, when you say character, do you mean was it um, like a legitimate it, character, like a stage named? Yeah. Whole persona, or was yeah. it? Oh, really?
1: And, but it was really. It was. It was more. It was like a. A version of who I
0: was at the time—that's really fascinating. But like,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. So I was kind of like awkward. I'm still kind of—I have like—I'm awkward. But like, um, that was like my expression of how awkward I would feel. So it was like way more awkward and crazy. Like I I went on stage and I had like a one of my first sets in St. John's because I actually started in the West Coast of Newfoundland at a university. It was my first mic. And it was a music open mic and just no one laughed the whole time. (laughs) But I was just so happy to be doing it.
0: Right. It didn't matter. I was just like, Mm. I
1: finally did it.
0: Mm. Because
1: it's something I wanted to do since I was like 16 or 17.
0: Mm.
1: But I didn't do it for the first time until I was 22.
0: Was your first set in the character? No. Okay. Character didn't come until later. And then I don't
1: know why that came. Yeah. I did... Some LSD, and so I was at that point of my life. I was like, oh, I'm so free. Like boundaries, what are boundaries, man? I don't care about society and like, uh, like I'll say whatever. I actually, one of the things I said that night I was, I have AIDS, and then, and then people are like. Okay. What do you? Are you okay? What? Are
0: you joking? Yeah, I was like, I'm
1: on stage. Of course, you think I'm going to reveal I'm eight. Then I was like, if nothing I said was funny, it wasn't like a joke. None of it. It was a joke to me, but it was like, just (laughs) none of it. None of it made sense. It was just weird, all (laughs) over the place. Oh my god! But I like look back at some of the stuff I did when I was there, and it was like, like. I would get so excited and writing. I was so passionate. I was just like, I can't wait to try this every day. Just like it would like surging with energy just to fucking yeah. make stuff. And now it's uh, actually before the roast battle, I was kind of getting like a little lazy and the roast battle kind of reminded me of that kind of, Oh yeah. Remember this kind of let's do this.
0: It, it was it, it was a challenge. It's going to be challenged yeah. every now and then. A deadline. Like, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you ha- you have to you have to go out there and, and you're up you're up you gotta go like yeah. my goodness, um, I want to know about this character. What was he like?
1: Uh, well, super girl. awkward, and I would just basically I'd go up on stage and I'd be like, oh, hi. It would be like really drawn out, and <laughs> I like one time I was there I was at uh, is. Oh Mike. We'd have a few people there. And I got up and I was like, uh, Actually I could tell you. <laughs> this is um this is one of the jokes I did. And I was like, uh, me and my girlfriend, we like to role play. Uh I'll be an ISIS member and her my recruit. And and then uh I was um yeah and uh and I'll be like, uh, Allah says, come here now. And she'll be like, why? And I'll be like, because you're a woman and I'm a man. <laughs> and then she would be like, okay. And then we lay there and fantasize about Judgment Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's just way more awkward than that. Like, I didn't even... I gave it. I gave up. Now I give up. See, I used to mm-hmm. have a great ability to just keep be going, very dry and like. But I, I'm now I give up. I'm I'm too self aware. I maybe I'm like too yeah. scared.
0: Yeah, to like then to, I was just to sit in the awkwardness. Didn't give a
1: fuck. Like yeah.
0: That's a skill in in and of itself. <sighs> I, I I envy people who can who can do that. I want to get laughs, but then I was like, I don't give a fuck. Anyone <laughs> thinks? Yeah. <laughs>
1: now i'm like oh i hope you do
2: that's, <laughs> i hope you like me that's why
1: it's good to do a lot of mics i think just, yes like, it, it keeps it the juices matter. flowing you know you're bombing sometimes you're killing other times bomb, bomb kill, whatever
0: so. yeah yeah that's true i think now's a good time to get into the first segment which is the assumption segment
1: oh i'm excited for that <clears throat>
0: Alright, so, like I don't know you that well. We've only like kind of you drove me home once, I think, after a mic. we talked then in the car uh I don't know you that I just don't know you that well, Andrew. you're a mystery man, good in my mind, but based on your vibe <laughs> and just I guess a hunch that I have, um, I wonder if you've ever been laid. <laughs> never virgin <laughs> that's my assumption um have you ever been had a run-in with the law because of like a ridiculous thing that you did not a bad thing i don't think you're a murderer or anything
2: <laughs> but but
0: like you mentioned lsd like i just picture you as a bit of a partier used to be Ah, yeah. I had the same assumption about Peter Anthony, and he said the same thing, used to be. When you were back in those days, did you ever get arrested?
1: Never arrested. Okay. I've always My been, assumption's wrong. Uh, good with words and manipulating but situations, I, I think, yeah.
0: Ha- have you gotten yourself into ridiculous situations?
1: Yes, yeah. but I've been good at getting... I can get out of it. Okay. Yeah, I've usually... Um, because if I'm in a situation, I could kind of be like, oh, if a cop, say if a cop came, I'd, I'd be able to kind of be like, oh, sorry, officer. I'm just, you know, I'd be like, I could politely handle situations or I could be a dick.
0: Oh, I a good, okay.
1: I've always had kind of a good understanding of of those kinds of things. Now, if I'm really fucking drunk or fucked up, then probably not. But luckily, I never, I don't. I don't think I've ever, my friends for sure. My yeah. friends – I hung around with people that, like, would fight a lot. Oh. I did get uh, – I got in a bar fight once. Oh, okay. But I wasn't – see, this is the thing. I'm on the peripheries of these things where, like, my friends are, like, the ones that fight. And I'm just kind of like, okay, what the fuck is happening? And uh, But this time I got pulled in because uh, this guy – so we are in Newfoundland at this, like, kind of sketchier bar – uh, and uh, we're just by ourselves on one side of the bar, and there's like another crew of guys on the other side of the bar. And then one guy comes over, and he's shirtless, coked up. And after the fact, realize this guy's like just always gets in fights in this particular part of Newfoundland called Torbay. Oh yes. You know about Torvay?
0: I, I've heard of it.
1: <laughs> well, it's like, you know, it's some wild people there. They guys okay. get, get shit sometimes for being they're rough around the edges. But, I mean, I get stuff – and whereas I get stuff because I'm a townie kind of thing.
0: Like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm a mainlander. Uh, so you're I'm, a mainlander. Listen, yeah, I'm, exactly. I don't know shit.
1: There's, there's,
0: <laughs> there's tears. You know, That's, yeah, I, yeah. I did notice that when I went to the You're one the time worst. I was in Newfoundland. You're the worst that, it could be. Yeah, you but have I'm to next, earn. You have to earn a Newfoundlanders respect when you go to <laughs> when you when you go to Newfoundland. I feel, but not not in like a snobby way. Yeah, but more of a like you know you gotta kiss the cod. You gotta like I don't know. It's like a whole. I love it. I love it to death. That it's awesome. That is
1: a key thing of humor. I think is uh and we use that as like a feeler because if you can crack a joke with someone if you can laugh with someone then it's like oh you're good people kind of thing. Yeah. But if someone's a little bit serious or something Stuck they up. can't they can't take a joke then I feel like people will be a little bit more reserved. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. uh yeah.
0: Yeah, so what happened with this bar I can't fight? I
1: feel you out. Um <laughs> so this guy he picked a fight with my friend he, he, well, he was jumping on the table on, like we were playing like beer pong and then he jumped on the table and then he jumped down, and my buddies was like, Get out of my face. And then he clocked my friend right in the forehead and my friend just like fell straight back and got knocked out. And then I he's my best friend. So I didn't know what to do. Immediately in my head I was like, These guys could have knives. So I'm like oh, kinda scared. I'm shit. like I don't, I'm not a fighter. I don't really like I don't like doing that stuff so i just like speared him like a wrestler like i was like that was the only move i had Wait, I didn't what know does what to that do. mean? i like ran at him and just did that and like put my and pushed him to the ground
2: oh. and then
1: i'm on top of this shirtless psycho
2: <laughs> i just
1: like look at him and i'm like what do i do and uh and then he, luckily no one hit me or anything and my friends came in and they're like punching and he got up and then his friends they're all 30 by the way and we're like early 20s
0: right oh fuck
1: probably even older than 30 one dude looks like he's uh he's uh what's that like a fucking wwe wrestler right and then (laughs) eventually we're just pushing each other around and and i get bottled so someone smashes a bottle over my head and just like huge gash and blood's coming down oh god uh, yeah so but i was just pushing people i wasn't even like fighting i was just like "Hey, go go away just go
2: right
0: you're trying, like trying she's to separate hurt. yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: But, yeah. Uh, i mean uh that was just and then i went home in an ambulance but i've never like cops uh I, I, nothing with cops i, I always understood I that. that like i don't want to go to jail
0: yeah. Yeah, that's I, fair. I don't
1: think I've gotten drunk enough to like
0: to like get in trouble for it. I don't yeah. know why I picture you just in crazy situations. Here's another assumption. Are you someone who like says yes to everything? Like if someone's like, "Let's do this right now, this crazy thing. Let's go. Let's go hot air ballooning, Andrew. Do you want to go?" Yeah. Yeah, You're, are you I, someone who uh... who tends to say yes to to like I want adventures to be. and shit. I want to be. Oh, okay, but uh, maybe not quite yet. It's not a bad. Thing. It's
1: weird. It's. Uh, I'm figuring that out. Yeah. I'm like trying to. Uh, f- I never really had like boundaries with myself. I could easily get pushed into doing things when I was younger. Oh, that kind of thing where I just be like, I nice. do st- well. I do stuff I didn't want to do. So now I'm like, I want to um. do stuff I want to do, but I also. You know, like I said, like uh, from like a spiritual standpoint, I think it's good to challenge and do things that I intellectually don't like or dislike, you know, just to do things, just say, saying yes. I think saying yes is a good thing. Just experience. Yeah. So. Yes to
0: experiences.
1: Yeah. And, and, and yeah, and not trying to, not trying to manipulate circumstances. Hmm. yeah
0: i like that i mean that's so much of getting older too like like really just doing exactly what you want to do it's really i feel i feel like it's empowering and
1: that's what i do i go home at night and eat eat chocolate
0: chocolate. (laughs) i think it's empowering to say no to shit you don't want to (laughs) do as an adult yeah whereas like when you were younger you like you said you you might (laughs) <laughs> you might do things you don't want to do All the time But like sometimes like people will ask me to go to comedy shows Like when I'm not on a show And I'll just go no I don't want to
1: <laughs> Nice it does feel good <laughs> ah! Ah! Yeah.
0: And it's like no disrespect to my peers Or like anything But it's just like yeah no in this moment Watching comedy is the last thing I want to do mm.
1: I I want to get to that point Where I can just bluntly be like
0: No I don't no. want to
1: I try sometimes when they ask um, at like the caches, and they're like, can I have your phone number? And I'll just be like, no. And it's like this awkward pause and be like, okay, uh, that's twelve ninety nine.
0: I usually say, no, that's okay.
1: Yeah. That's usually. But even it. still,
0: it would be nice to just say no.
1: I just find it pleasant to just be like, no, no.
0: I, I talked about this on a, a previous episode. But Not there- rudely.
1: I don't try to
2: really. Yeah, no, I just, you don't. No
0: you can be nice about it, but just like, yeah, no, or even like, no, thank you. But there was one time on the phone with a, um, uh, telemarketer. I think they were, um, and <laughs> asking me if I, if I could answer some questions. And in the moment I went, Sarah, you just got to say, no, none of this Now's a bad time. Can you call back? And I was just like, no, or, or I said, no. And then they're like, is there a better time to call back? And I went, no. <laughs> uh, never. <laughs> and I felt so bad. But yeah. it, it also felt good on some level of like, just like, yeah, okay. I just said the word. They're
1: doing their job. But some of those job. are fun. I feel, I Sometimes those are really fun. They appreciate that. If you can crack a joke to a telemarketer, they appreciate it. One, I did one time with this lady and she, she like thanked me. She was Aww. like, oh, thank you. There's so many, I've had a really bad day and there's so many assholes. Blah blah blah. Mm. And it's just nice to, oh, to not so be nice. berated by someone.
0: So so you did a survey, but you were like kind of having fun with that?
1: I can't remember. Right. Someone called me and I was nice to them. And yeah. uh I cracked a joke. I can't remember what I said. I was...
0: do think the practice of empathy is insanely important. Yeah. Like like literally just the idea of like putting yourself in someone else's shoes. I,
1: practi- I practice I want to practice. Insane empathy.
0: Insane, like, 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 kind of
1: boundless empathy. Because mm-hmm. mm. people have boundaries on their empathy. Oh, there is for sure. I'll, I'll have empathy for someone whose cat died, but not, not if they're part of the convoy. That's right. I can't have empathy for someone that's part of the convoy, or this or that.
0: that's, but oh, that's a lot. We're not going to get
1: anywhere if, if you choose sides
0: yeah yeah no i i but think it's I, hard because i think i would agree
1: people are doing crazy shit that, that it is. is inexplicable
0: no you're right but it, it but it is again it's understanding the human experience and how it's different for yeah literally everyone even the people that are so different from us and so even if like they're doing things that uh we don't like and we're against. They are like we were all isn't it crazy that we were all born newborn babies all of us and like just grew up into these people you know what I mean like
1: and it's wild we've all been on this like I had this thought of like we're all we have all been on this earth together like this group this batch
0: of people yeah yeah.
1: like no one else will experience Robin Williams ever again Mm. But well, we got to see Robin Williams. Yeah, that's, right. Right.
0: that's crazy.
1: You know, like oh, oh yeah. one of the greats. Yeah. And and, and you're here and I'm here yeah. and we're you know, we were born around the same time. That's pretty cool.
0: I, the same batch. There was a a Reddit post once that was like at some point in history, no one will know you. Like like
1: Yeah. Very
0: far down the line like
1: It's right now. No one no
0: one. <laughs> 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 No one knows us. Yeah, <laughs> but like, like, yeah, just the idea of like, eventually your legacy will die. Yeah, and no one will know your name, who you were. I mean, that Even is if just
1: you have a statue. that
0: goes so deep, dude. Like, like, just the idea of that. <laughs> God, this is fucking deep. But like you mentioned, LSD. Are you big into like hallucinogens or anything? I support them. I don't do yeah. them,
1: or I haven't done them in some time now.
0: Right. But just the idea of, like, this is only, like, our case. Relatively real. Yeah, exactly. It's only, like, a part of the picture of what's out there.
1: That is how I, yeah. I don't understand anything. Um, no. With regards to that or anything. I mean, yeah, I do. I do support that this is one plane of reality. Yeah, I do And I don't, but I, I don't know why and i don't understand like this is all i know
0: yes yeah
1: that exists yeah so i don't i've never had some sort of experience beyond this other than lsd and i don't even fucking really remember what happened i don't Uh, know like i i remember but i don't know what was happening in that moment it was it was overwhelming Hmm. So it wasn't like one of those experiences of like I saw heaven and Jesus came down and it
0: was, yeah, I understand yeah,
1: yeah. the universe now like none of that it was confusion I am um, madness
0: I yeah it's interesting I think it's a mental thing because I I recently did a um sensory dep- deprivation tank
1: I saw yeah I saw a uh, post on, it was Instagram yeah on Instagram? I did it yeah, for my for my my birthday
0: on Saturday and um. I think I was romanticizing the idea of sensory deprivation tank being like, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to be so calm and I'm going to actually meditate. Like I I do try to meditate. I really do. I really can't do it for any more than five to 10 minutes before I get, I snap out of it. I have a real problem with slowing down and just being present without falling asleep.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. it's, it's, It's
0: a big issue for me in my life. So it's doing this tank was like, one of the many things I'm going to try to uh, to slow the fuck down be present in my body again but like I, I did it and it was, it was cool it was really fucking cool but like I was going in there going I'm going to see things and I'm going to have visions and I'm going to tap into parts and I was just like no I was having a nap in water hmm. you know
1: <laughs> that's hilarious
0: which was still great <laughs> having a nap in water <laughs> Naked. <laughs> the flotation tank.
1: Salty water. <laughs> Salty, Salty water. Warm, but not too warm water.
0: I, mm, I'm try, <laughs> trying to work a joke being like, you know, I'm dealing yeah. with the lack of a baby in my womb by going into a womb. Like, literally, yeah. it's supposed to feel like you're in the womb. <laughs> like, like, I'm recreating that. Um, But yeah, I know I had this like kind of whole, all these expectations as to what it would be like. And then I realized, no, I think that. That those things will come to me when I'm mentally ready for them, and things like meditation, sensory deprivation tank, maybe even yoga, if I start doing yoga, stuff like that is all going to help me slow the fuck down so I can tap into that side, but it's not going to happen instantly. Definitely. You know, like, it's its not something that you're just going to get. It's a it whole process. It seems like it does.
1: It seems like it would.
0: Right? Well, I mean, ayahuasca here is pretty fucking insane,
1: I did I did that once.
0: What? You did?
1: Yeah. Uh but it wasn't I uh, I've been told it wasn't authentic. An mm. an authentic experience, I should say. Uh-huh. um because um I talked to someone that went to several uh she actually well she married a Peruvian man who was like an assistant oh. to ayahuasca retreats oh, okay. in Peru. And So they, well, she was very hoity toity about the whole thing and, like, oh no, you can't do it. It's not like a true experience unless you like, you want to be as close to where you get the plant as possible, which I totally agree with now in hindsight. But, um, it was what it was and the opportunity arose when it did and how it did and I just accepted it. And it was, and it here? was in Ontario. In Ontario. Yeah, in a on a random tree farm. No way. And like my buddy see my buddy's been the he's been he grabs my hand and pulls me and I just go okay, this is the thing I was telling you about. This right? is
0: with my assumption I feel like yeah, you're 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 going for it. You're going with the people, you know? Like Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because uh, no, and I don't know if it's a yes man or a confused man that's <laughs> trying to find help somewhere. But uh,
0: man who can't say no,
1: man who can't say no. But I could tell, you know, he's he helped, he, like he was getting benefits, like because I was going through, you know, everybody goes through their shit, mm-hmm. and I was going through my shit.
0: We'll get to that later,
1: and <laughs> and uh and then he was like, "Hey, man, um LSD." And hey, man, meditation. Hey, man, ayahuasca. ayahuasca. And I was like, I was like, it seems to be working for you. So okay, I don't want to, but I'm scared. But okay. And so yeah, and, and ended up doing ayahuasca, and uh, and it benefited me in in ways. But also, I like, I just didn't know. I didn't understand any of this stuff. I still, you know, have very little understanding of it. Uh Like the next day, the next day we went to a Blue Jays game, <laughs> and had I known, I did not know. Like give yourself some fucking grace time before entering oh. society, especially such a like loud, obnoxious environment. What
0: was that like? Was it tough? Like
1: It was oh well for me, it, I was just like, this s- is s- trippy. S- it s- was sensory like sensory
0: overload. Well, I was Maybe.
1: analyzing things on different levels and uh, being like, have you ever seen They Live? No. They Live is this movie with um Rod- Roddy Rowdy Rowdy Roddy, Roddy Piper. Okay. John Carpenter movie. Sick movie. One of, I, I highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, hmm. Like a sci-fi. But it's very much now and very much. Mm. So it's basically about this guy who finds these sunglasses. He puts them on and tells them the truth of what's going on in society. And then so where like the billboards are where you see like this glamorous person like, ooh, drink, drink eat. It just says obey when he puts the glasses on obey, and so so then okay. all this is like this whole mastermind thing created by aliens is what it comes oh.
2: down to it's super trippy
1: yeah yeah and it's Go like ooh, what, what, oh what mm-hmm. is this based on is this you know as whoa and uh so you know my the mind gets carried away with these kind of things and so i was basically like over i was just like ooh. What is this? What am I? I'm a human. Like watching a baseball game. Look at this guy. He's a human being throwing right. a baseball. And we've evolved for many years. And now we're it. in a
0: stadium that kind of looks like a spaceship. Oh, I never thought of that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I need to
0: know, though. What was ayahuasca like? Do, do you remember? Uh, oh. Yes. Oh, I remember.
1: Yeah. um For me, my experience was uh intense. I remember I was scared. Going into it, I was Thi- i was worried that i would be dealing with death uh because i i'm scared of death i Ooh, really like i fear death
0: ding that bell i've yeah we'll we'll connect good Ooh, on, this, on this subject. I,
1: I didn't notice there was oh, a bell oh my
0: to... god <laughs> i didn't need to make a super kind of me not telling my guests about the bell and them discovering it for the first time but i
1: did i witnessed it before it's or, um yeah it's but i don't know what it means positive
0: reinforcement like yes like good point or I agree. Oh, cool.
1: You know, like, okay. a, t- yes. It's a yes bell. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah. Like Pavlov's dog. Yes. That's guess, exactly what I it is. start drooling now. <laughs>
0: yeah, Peter Anthony, I dinged it for him and he was so confused. He goes, Are my fries then? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, what a legend.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking legend. Shit. Yeah. So, t- so, so what was it? So, did you see things? Was it more of a feeling?
1: More feeling, I'd say. And I, yeah, I went in, my mind was racing. My mind was racing. I was so scared, so anxious because I didn't want to, like, because part of this, like, the the whole journey for me is just like uh, facing fears. I feel like that's a big thing. For, it's great. Yeah. It's Love that. like doing things I am scared to do has taught me a lot. Yeah. So even though I was like super scared and anxious and my mind's running and stuff, I knew I I'd, I'd been meditating and stuff like that before, so that helped me kind of just like be more be more a, open of to an it. observer to what I was going through than than to be completely caught up in it. Right. But um still scary and and then uh and then I just remember looking up at this tree and it just felt like there was just this immense energy happening and like the tree the leaves were blowing and it was just like everything was just whoosh, like whooshing wow. and i was just like hold on hold on so I'm, I'm lying down so we're all like lying down in a circle and your eyes open and i my eyes were open so i'm because yeah. well i didn't want to close them. i was like what the fuck's gonna happen if i close my eyes so and the shaman there was a shaman and he's and i guess he he had already given us uh one dose of the the ayahuasca and actually if you if you wanted you could go up and get more like a second i can't remember if you could do more like three but you could definitely do two (laughs) and uh and then he came around and i was just like at this point and he came around he's like how are you would you like some more and i was like
2: no no no."
1: and um so it was uh intense my friend went up and he got more he's ruthless and then um yeah and I remember closing my eyes, going through some stuff. I don't remember, like, a specific Mm. thing that came up during that period. But I remember getting up, and it was sunny then by the time I stood up. And I thought, oh, I I felt happy and, like, and lighter. And everything looked really bright and, like, colorful. And I was like, oh, it's done now. It's over. And then I saw people, like, dancing together. And, like, two people were talking, which – I didn't think we were supposed to remain separate, right? And couples remained at different sides of the circle because
0: it's an individual experience. It's it's an individual journey. Oh, okay. So, and then,
1: and then there's streamers, like these visual hallucinations, like someone would run and, and I could see this like visual behind them. And then, uh, I was like, Oh, whoa. whoa." And I was like, No, I want to feel, but, and then uh, as soon as that happened, I was like, Oh, uh, why isn't she talking to me? She, they're friends, <laughs> but like, what about me? <laughs> and then, and then I just sat by myself. I went, I walked away. I sat by myself at the edge of the tree farm, looked up at the sun and thought about Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know why. I just sat there reflecting like, Jesus, it's so sad that like, someone could be so angry at the world right. and other people they like, could just kill you know like
0: right
1: wow. i don't know where it came from or why i i just like was just thinking you know just wow this is, i don't Interesting. you know, it wasn't and not it, i don't know if ayahuasca brought that out or what the reason was but um yeah and then i saw my friend and we did this thing where like, we ran at each other and hugged each other and then the shaman was like no no sit back down and you can't you're not because even friends you're not allowed to like touch and hug and stuff and then i realized oh this is just the beginning it was like probably only a couple hours in oh and then i stayed up until it wasn't even sundown we started at like four maybe and it wasn't sundown and then i didn't go to bed until sun up i don't even know if i went to bed yeah. It was it was a wild experience. Holy it was very shit, intense. Dude.
0: Holy fuck. Well,
1: I wanted to watch the sunrise too, but I couldn't I couldn't sleep. And and now the whole intense part of the trip didn't last that whole time. But there was residuals, this residual highness for sure. And like my mind was very active and very confused and that and so, kept going.
0: That's so crazy. because like, I always hear of people who who've done it. Yeah. Um, and who've had like visions of their life and shit, and it seems yeah, I never had that. It <sighs> seems insane. I don't know if I could do it. But again, going back to facing fears, like my thing is lack of. I mean, I'm also scared, terrified of death. Um, but giving up control is a big fear of mine. Same. So, same. So things like um, uh, being put under for surgery, being under anesthesia, um, I'm terrified of i've only ha- had it done once in my life um so i, I did conquer so i did conquer that mm-hmm. you know i, I experienced that and i now know you're gonna be okay like you'll wake up you're, you're you'll go to sleep for like what will feel like two seconds and then wake up all groggy um but yeah it's the giving up of control thing and that's why like I, I really haven't done a lot of drugs in my life um uh but like that's so, like just the idea of like letting go of that and just doing it is an interesting concept because we let anxiety hold us back so much that like I, I don't know. I don't know where it was probably an Instagram reel or something, but like someone um someone said that, like, if you have anxiety, you just got to do the thing that makes you anxious, because if you don't, the anxiety wins.
2: Mm. Mm, yeah.
0: You know, like, I'm like, you shouldn't live in fear your whole life kind of thing.
1: Well, the more I've uh, meditated and done yoga, Mm. um, it's helped give me space between what I see as myself and what I don't see as myself. And I don't see my thoughts as being an integral part of
2: Whoa. <laughs> Whoa.
1: And it's just kind of like giving space and being like, thoughts are great and my mind is great and intellect is great, but not letting it uh, run my life and rule me.
0: That's There it is right there. And How once long-
1: there's that space, then it's it – once, and that's the goal of meditation is just constantly trying to give that space because it's so hard to do it regularly. I I would often get so sucked back into – into anxiety and sadness and all the depression, whatever. Yeah. So.
0: Do you meditate every day? Pretty well. Really? Yeah. Uh, when you first wake up? Yes. Yeah. For how long? Um,
2: God, so, uh, sorry,
0: so many questions. Uh, I'm asking a lot because I, I'm very interested in it. I downloaded the Waking Up app and I've, I've been trying. Um, um. Very much so trying to, but
1: that's it do anything yeah Yeah. i used to i used to go to uh i hated meditation i hated yoga i uh would go to but i would like i would try and it was on and off for many years but my friend thankfully i had this friend that was just like he would he was just like no come on do this man let's try it and we'd live together and he'd be like come on let's do it and he was really into it and he he I mean it was I'm sure it wasn't a pain uh painless process for him either, but I think he was more understanding of its positive benefits while I was completely fine just like sitting on the couch and watching TV, uh and escaping. But uh then uh I, I would try like five minutes in the morning, five minutes a night. That's it. And oh, it's just, okay. just do small amounts. Twenty okay. twenty minutes, I heard, is a good baseline. Twenty minutes in the morning, twenty minutes a night, and then you know, that will cause some change, some good changes.
0: Is there, there's people who can teach you to meditate, right? Like classes Mm. on, like, that's something that I think I would, I would do. And I would, like I said, I I need to be accounted. Like I have to feel that accountability to do something. So the idea of like a class or someone teaching me how to meditate is very appealing to me because I feel like otherwise I'm going to just, I'm going to put it off. Um, but it is a process it's, it's, it's dude, fucking hard. it's so hard. It's like the number one thing in my life right now is to just find that balance and and peacefulness um uh, and it's fucking hard when life is so busy to do that mm-hmm. um, but that's so fascinating to me. See, I would have never known this about you <sighs> if we hadn't come here tonight. um, we're gonna shift gears radically now, okay and get into rant. So we're gonna go from positive, peaceful calmness to <laughs> what's pissing you off or bugging you, um, something, something just like that you don't like that's bugging you right now. Anything?
1: Um, <laughs> I was floating around. I was thinking about like you know yoga actually, meditation, okay. yeah, yeah, and just. But then, okay. What if I don't have like a rant because I don't I don't is there feel maybe a like misconception overly
0: about about those things that bugs you that like the public people no. might have about it.
1: OK, I just um it saddens me when they're I get OK. No, maybe this is a good rant. Um, there's people on the left and there's people on the right. Mm hmm. And neither really cares what the other has to say. Right. And it's, you know, I find that I don't identify as a side, mm-hmm. right? And maybe I should,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I don't. Mm-hmm. And I get along with people equally on the left that have very strong left views and and people on the right that have very strong right views or whatever um i just i guess my rant would be i wish people would just get along i guess Learn i don't more know about each other maybe isn't that cheesy just i don't know what it is, but Learn- i don't know if there's a uh answer well maybe I- just we have to do this maybe we have to just some people just have to hate each other and go let this all out for us to move forward i don't fucking know but it seems yeah. it seems like both sides Are complaining about the same thing
0: right 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 and not listening to each other in any way
1: not yeah and not like talking about empathy not not giving the time to actually hear that the other person is just as equally sad Mm -hmm. and angry like people are like um so i have i know some people and they they clash really poorly and one is angry at the other because uh they do a comedy show in a venue where the venue had um uh, is owned by someone that was up for assault charges say so there's a very touchy subject matter right, right. and
0: this isn't Halifax no okay is, yeah <laughs> just to confirm
1: this is Newfoundland but okay, gotcha. I know yeah. two sides okay and then right. um One and both are very upset at the other. Yeah, right. And but here's the thing. uh, But they're blaming the other person. They're like, "Eh, it's it's all this person's fault. Why they? Why do they act like this? Yeah. Why are they being such a bitch or whatever? And the other person's like, why are they being such a dick? Yeah. But like, both people in this situation are complaining. That's right. And cre- creating this...
0: Uh... And pointing fingers at each other.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, both think they're right. Yes. I want One person's like, I'm choosing to have a show in this venue. It doesn't matter to me who owns the venue. This venue, the comedy show, this show is a different thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Mind your own business. Mm-hmm. And the other person's like, no, this venue... Uh, you're not creating a safe space. This venue is a negative place. Fuck you. I'm going to call you out. Right? Right? And so... But... no. Who's right? Who's wrong, right? Because both are right in their own individual sense.
0: They're both right in their own minds. Mm -hmm. People who are on, I guess, like the periphery of it... Um... I mean, I think that there's value in saying not picking sides, like you said, or or being what people would call Switzerland. Like, you know, like, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm neutral. I'm in the middle. I, I see both sides of it. Um, but but butts, Maybe that's
1: a cowardly. I, I'm I trying think to that, figure out. No, is I don't is think that that's, a cowardly position? Maybe uh, I no, should make an active decision, I but I empathize with both of them.
0: Well, and that's the thing, too. It takes insane self-awareness to see the other side of a very shitty, shitty person or someone who did something really shitty. And also, I think when you're talking about an argument or like two people arguing, pointing at each other, um, something that like I tend to practice is like in every situation that I might be pissed at someone for, I try to sit back and go, what's my role in this? What did I do? Even if it's a small thing. And not everyone can look within themselves to figure out what they did wrong. Hmm. So that's what I find interesting about this day and age. It's a lot of, here we go. I'm going to say it. It's a lot of victim mentality.
1: Ooh. Ooh, wow. Touchy. That's a touchy subject.
0: But it is cozy. It's cozy in there. Mm-hmm. It's cozy to say I'm feeling this way because you did this. Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, I mean, you're obviously from the way I'm hearing you, you're not looking to disrespect anyone. <gasps> no,
0: and I'm not talking about any specific situation, right. but I'm saying it's easy to victimize ourselves. It's so easy yeah. to do that. I've, to, to, I've to done fall, it to fall into, um. Like, this hopeless Mm -hmm. place. I feel like there's a lesson to be learned in every situation. And and to think that you are such a perfect person that you don't get to learn a lesson, even if you've been hurt. Like, I don't know. Am I making sense? I might not be. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, I just think people are talking in different languages.
0: That's what it is. Well, it's... There was an interesting moment on the podcast, actually. Do you know Scott McClain- McClain? Mm-hmm. So he and I are good friends, really good friends, Perfect example of people who are constantly fighting, he and I, but we agree to disagree, and we sit through uncomfortable conversations. I we like we have them. Nice.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: And that's... So that's, I guess, what I mean when I say, like, it's just easy to go, no, this is how it is, and woe is me, and not sit and go like well why do you think that or here's my perspective what's yours like the the conversation around certain subjects like i think people are just afraid to sit in uh people don't want to be uncomfortable that's what it comes down to
2: yeah
0: unfortunately so like it's just easier to go you're bad you suck
1: Clearly, you know the world has come to a state where it's not a great place uh you know uh and yeah, change is great, but also maybe there are uh, you know certain values from both sides that we can kind of commingle
0: there it is, I love that
1: but uh but, maybe but, we'll never get there, maybe we will, maybe maybe it doesn't need to happen,
0: but we are in a world of extremism,
1: yeah, and uh, so, and, yeah, a and, lot of people and, don't want change. A lot of people want change. And, and
0: picking. Yeah. And, yeah, I am this. This is, you know, like, identifying as left or right. Um, and, like, staying in that box and not even hearing out the other side. Yeah, I agree. It's it's frustrating. I
1: get it, too, because it's like, it must be annoying to just always hear uh, uh, some of the views that <laughs> bring up uh but, emotions in, in you.
0: But that's what you gotta do. Mm. You, you gotta cut through that shit. Yeah. You know? Like and that's what I think so many people avoid. And that's the that's the thing right there. Get uncomfortable, everybody <laughs> learn to be uncomfortable. Mm. Um all right. That was that was a good rant.
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel like I have to it's a delicate like ooh
0: Yeah, that was a delicate subject. Okay, so we're going to shift gears back into you, Andrew. Um, So this segment is where I find out what's wrong with you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So you mentioned... um, like embracing meditation and stuff like that was that to heal something that might have happened or like mental illness or anxiety like what you got what's your what's your cocktail of messiness oh.
1: uh currently
0: uh yeah if you have one currently but if you don't maybe speak to like when you did have in the past oh. yeah maybe you don't have one currently That that could very well be
1: there's always something. Mm. Like,
0: so, is there anything you're working on right now, personally? Sh- uh,
1: lazily, maybe, like, uh sugar. I love, I love sugar. Wait, oh, wait, chocolate,
0: yeah. chocolate. Like,
1: I am actually. I think uh, I am uh, addicted, and and people. Oh my! <laughs> it's funny. Several people have pointed out, uh, like, "Oh, you like you 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 love sugar. You are a sweet dude. That kind of thing. It's funny. This, so uh, I'm not just like always eating chocolate bars, but yeah,
0: is, is it a crutch?
1: I don't. I don't know. Maybe in some se- some way, it's a comfort. Yeah, it's a. I like. There's like a nice thing where it's just like, ah, oh, like go home uh it's like i like fantasize about it i'll go home and i'll eat a chocolate bar or eat some cookies and and watch a tv or something it It feels nice
0: extreme or like you have a little bit
1: this seems hilarious to talk about i like cookies i don't have depression or anxiety (laughs) i just really like cookies
0: Love it. it's, it's, listen, on. it's a good it's a good change of change of pace, but
1: that's where we're sorry. I mean, clearly, uh, you know, I, you know, look at me. I've been through some stuff. No, I don't know. I, I,
0: I mean, I can tell. But <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but is it a legit addiction or is it just kind of a bad habit?
1: I don't know. I wouldn't say that.
0: I wouldn't Probably say just that. Bad habit. No,
1: I'm just kind of being
0: also exagger-
1: like I'm exaggerating.
0: You're very in shape, so. Oh, thank Sc- you. Screw you for being able to eat <laughs> eat all those cookies and chocolate without gaining any weight.
1: I'm just playing with the desires of my <laughs> my body and my <laughs> mind. So <I'll,
2: laughs>
1: I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm feeling cookies. I'm feeling this. I'll eat it. Let's go. I feel like inev- inevitably it'll run its course. Is what I how I look at things.
0: Are you pretty healthy otherwise? In terms of your diet,
1: yeah, you know that's pretty funny. I'll eat like a salad, and then I'll eat like five cookies.
0: Well, then, there life's all about balance. <laughs> you know, you got the balance.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. You also, I want to go back to what you mentioned about death and your fear of death. Is that something that is very like? That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exciting is that the word? is that the right word? Is that very is that very like prominent in your life, like in your everyday life, or what? What's that? No, not. I'm not
1: like constantly walking around mm. fearing it. I do uh, tell myself every day that I'm going to die. Like one day, not today. Like I'm not, I'm not like I'm going to die right now and like actively trying to die. No. But uh, I like, I'll wake up and I'm like, one day I'm going to die.
0: That's interesting. So you're kind of trying yeah. to normalize it for yourself?
1: Uh, yeah. Like I'd heard about uh, Buddhists doing it. Like Buddhists being around, like having like skulls on their desks and stuff, uh, or like being around death. uh, The idea of like just being aware of our mortality and then that making us live. It's inevitable. Yeah, exactly. But like people shy away from from it.
0: They do. Well, because again, going back to control, people don't like to be out of control. So some people think of, like, death as an inevitability as, like, scary because we can't control it. We don't know when it's going to happen. But, like, I guess if you think about it, like, there's literally nothing you can do. It's going to happen. And you can't fucking stop it. So why are we stressing? Yeah. Because (laughs) that's just preventing you from living.
1: This is all I know. Right?
0: (laughs) Well, like, yeah, no, I have an extreme fear event and mm. generalized anxiety disorder, so it's mm. certainly something that I deal with every single day. Um, but yeah, that's a—it's just—it's a scary thing to deal with.
1: <laughs> Is it on your mind frequently? Oh yeah, every day. Death? Yeah. Oh, like. You're like scared if, to die Like so, Like Oh a, a Bus is coming my way I don't want to get hit by, uh, And this yeah. and that Oh that kind of thing Cool
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Super
2: Cool cool,
0: cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think if I ever had like a therapist, or if I ever like got hypnotized or something, that I would like to dig into that and why that is. Um, I know, I know some someone theories... that does uh,
1: hypnotism.
0: Do you really like for therapy? She's
1: uh, on pause right now, but she might open up to people
0: sometime. I yeah, if you ever want to, would love to maybe investigate that. Just because there's kind of a theory that like. I don't know if you believe in past lives or anything like that. Oh, yeah. But, like, that maybe I had, like, a horrific death in a past life. And maybe that's why. It's the karma. Oh, good boy. I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah, right? Well, the
1: way I see it is all this stuff is shadows. It's all just our mind, right? It's like a shadow play, right? And it's like. But it seems it's like uh, the boogeyman. Like holy fuck! At night, go to bed. Like I'd go to bed at night. I'd be scared to put my head, my hand down, because I thought there was a monster under my bed. But often, not in every case, but often, there's nothing there. Of course, you know, just a shadow.
0: And and in my, for me, it's the person, the sketchy person on the bus. <laughs> Has never had a gun Sarah But but in my, I've gotten off buses Because I've had bad vibes From people
1: Same Same One, yeah, time, I one feel- time I was a streetcar In Toronto And I was sitting <laughs> down With my girlfriend At the time And uh, a guy came And sat next to us And they put on A luchador mask
0: Oh God. Like naturally, and
1: we're just sitting there like, let's get up on this next
0: stop. Yeah, man. Like I <laughs> it, it it's real bad. Like I I really uh I don't know why the bus is such a big thing, but like I guess it's just the idea of like, um, you know, you're it's it's mundane. It's a mundane routine to get on a bus and just go to your job. And it feels like if something were to happen, like people would not expect something to happen on a bus. So my mind goes to worst case scenario. Every time I get on a bus,
1: you like to stay vigilant.
0: Yes. Yeah. Big time. I feel like I'm hype. I feel like the anxiety is like almost a good thing. Sometimes. Do, you, do you have
1: a weapon? Do you keep a weapon with you? No,
0: but I should no
1: bear, no mace or anything. Or like you even have would keys to... in your hand. In your fingers? I've done that. Yeah. You've done that. Yeah. You only, not all the time. but Sometimes.
0: Uh, not all the time. Like, I'm just hyper aware of my surroundings, but at the same time, have it's weird to say this. I have a narrow focus. I I'm focused on my destination, but my peripheries are really good. I'm always looking around because, hmm. again, I'm I'm just scared of everything. <laughs> it's fun.
1: Is that would that is that part of the generalized anxiety? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a whole new thing for me because I. For some reason, never thought I was anxious. But <laughs> <laughs> everyone around me was like, "Sarah, you're scared of dying every day. You're very anxious."
1: It sounds like a positive thing, though, that you like at least you've noticed it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, big time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but okay. So, anything else wrong with you?
1: <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. What's a character sure flaw you're working plenty. on,
0: or maybe something like? uh, that you're oh, trying to fix
1: the ego pretentiousness.
0: Oh, really? You think you're pretentious?
1: oh uh, definitely, for, yeah. Really? Comes, uh, well, passes clouds pass through. I'm sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Like I deserve this. Mm. I should be this. That kind of thing.
0: Oh, okay. Got it.
1: Um, how are you working like, on it? Oh, okay, even like i get it i'm here on in the halifax i'm new to the scene but like i'm like in my mind i'm like i should be on yuck, yuck so i should be doing Guess getting but. getting bucked. yeah i yeah, get yeah. it though because all, obviously there's people that have been here longer than me and they're doing and you know that kind of thing but my ego's like come on put me on kind of thing I honestly i don't know where my skill level lies in comparison to other people right uh, My ego certainly wants it to be higher, but whatever. You know, again, this is like, you know, it's part of the the journey.
0: Well, you're self-aware I, about it.
1: Try to be. Try to be.
0: So that's, that's a good thing.
1: I definitely like, and you know, even this, like, ooh, like, ooh, I'm spiritual. Ooh, <laughs> look at me. Like, you know, I'll just talk about this and that. And like, there's a, I feel like there's a pretentiousness. Uh, with how I act sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Oh,
0: uh, do you find that, um, do you see yourself as someone who's like self-involved? Is that oh how you I masturbate identity? a lot? <laughs> is,
2: that,
1: is, that, is that what you're talking about?
0: <laughs> well, because comedy is such an individual thing, like you're not you have colleagues and stuff, but it's, you know, it's an individual art, yeah. so to speak. I do feel like it runs the risk of becoming maybe on the narcissism scale, oh, but yeah. like, but like, again, you, you mentioned ego, like, like, you know, I'm, you're constantly thinking about your jokes and your stage time and meme. It's, it's yeah, a me, yeah. me, me kind of art, um and it can be easy to get caught up in that.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely sick.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> For sure. Mm. Yeah. Um I've been trying to work on this this thing of like incorporating a, a other people and trying to, you know, Let's do this as a team. Let's all build up and not focus on me being better than people or this kind of thing. But it's hard because that is the nature of the game, it seems, too. Like you. Right. You got to focus on you. But maybe it isn't. But maybe it isn't. Maybe that's just what people have been doing is like climbing over other people to win. But like. You know, me. I've always i've i've wondered that with like the smaller scenes, if like we could only kind of get along, maybe we could all help. Like this, you have a podcast. That you're this is a a a great selfless act, and you know, maybe Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, you get joy out of it. You're doing it for your personal reasons, but yeah, you're also promoting a whole scene, and you're inviting people. Like that's a very It's a great thing.
0: Thank you for saying that, because sometimes I do think it's the most selfish thing I could do. (laughs) Like, sometimes it does feel very selfish, but then I have to remind myself as well that, like, I never signed a podcast contract when I, you know, like... Like, I have guests. Guests are my focus. Um, yeah, so I do have to re- remind myself of of that.
1: It might be selfish if you, the whole time you invited me here and then you just talked the whole time. Maybe right? that if you're just like, Can hey, you, you like my house and this podcast I try great. to be aware of that. I think that would be... Then, but, but
0: yeah, you're I,
1: great. You, you keep a great flow and you ask questions. Good questions. You I try to because
0: yeah. I, I don't want to make it like an interview. Like mm-hmm. it's a conversation, but I, I do want the focus to be on the guest. Mm-hmm. Um, what, going back to what you said about like the small scene and uh, not getting caught cut up in yourself and wanting to help, but also wanting. I do think with stand up, it's like you do really have to just look out for yourself because I do think ultimately – No one else is going to look out for you in comedy other than you. You're going to be the best person to look out for yourself in comedy. You're going to have supporters, you know, like friends of yours that will probably like recommend you to people and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you can only rely on yourself. But it is this weird balance of helping when helping others to a point. Does that make sense? Not helping I don't others. Know. Not yeah, helping others. Know. Not helping others too much. That it takes away from your personal uh, development as a as a comic. Because I've run into that issue.
1: I don't know. Because well, is it from a place of oh, I can't help them too much because then they'll be better than me? Is Could be that, that or, or is it that I wouldn't? I can't be helping them with their writing because I'm not giving myself time to write. That's that that's it?
0: it's more that. I think uh, it's more that. It's you're not focusing on your. But even own that, jokes, though, even you're that, on other people's jokes.
1: It's like even if you are like, "Hey, can I work out some jokes with you?" Then even that, then I'm thinking about y- joke writing.
0: You're stretching the muscle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I guess I I don't really know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's i I've had
1: very little success. I've I've had my own personal successes, but I haven't had tangible uh, comedic success uh, from a public scale. So I don't really know what the best thing to do is, but...
0: I feel like... You know what's the most comforting thing in comedy? Having people who've been doing it much longer than you and, like, pros and stuff... Also, say that they don't know what they're doing. It's comforting (laughs) because it puts us all. I was talking about this with Peter Anthony last night. Like, it's an equalizer in a weird way. Obviously, there's different talent levels and different levels in comedy. You know, there there are levels. uh, But um, the equalizer is the fact that none of us really know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. (laughs) From an open micer who's going up there for the second time to like me seeing Peter Anthony last night at Gus's perform for four people and do the same get the same response from them as the the new guy who just did his first set there (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: fucking fascinating to it me.
1: is fascinating yeah fucking but also fascinating to me there are some like if you're selling out an arena it doesn't matter so much like that is some clear evidence that-
0: oh yeah for sure <laughs> but that's the thing he's he's a pro he's been doing it 20 years yeah. um yeah. and he he is the, the person I mean, open who-
1: mike is going to be relentless to everybody i guess open my comedy yeah. is
0: fucking Ruthless. I guess that's how it
1: works. Maybe not. I don't know. There's some people I see them every time. I'm like, they're, they just always seem to be murdering.
0: But if you ask them, they won't, won't say that. Probably. Yeah, true. So that's the fascinating yeah, yeah. thing about, again, like talking to comics on the show and, or even talking to comics after shows and being like, oh my God, fuck yeah, that was awesome. Oh no. Low yeah, it was self all right. Esteem. It was okay. It was okay. Could have done better. Wow. Oh, but it, it, it never ends, Andrew. That's the thing. Yeah, fuck that. The, the self-criticism will never end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that fucking... <laughs> God,
1: yeah, it's insane.
0: I guess it's because we don't have a boss, you know? It's not like we have a boss telling us how we're doing, so we have to be our own bosses. True. We have to give our own, like, performance reviews, which is wild. Hmm. <laughs>
1: Thinking about chocolate now.
0: (laughs) I should have. I should have had. I I wish I had known. I could have picked you up. Um, we do have another segment before before I let you go. Um, this is the unpopular opinion. Don't hate me for this, but it's time for unpopular opinion. So it's. Similar to a rant, but it's like you're gonna put your stance on something out there that you think might be unpopular, and this can be silly or serious. Doesn't matter.
1: I was th- I was thinking of this. I was thinking of this. This is touchy too. I feel like nobody would like. No, nobody wants to talk. Like, but okay, maybe you can clarify this for me. So. Like I like boobs and stuff
0: uh, <laughs> unpopular opinion
1: like it's great, <laughs> yeah, and I get the whole like the free the nipple thing, yes, but I just uh it doesn't seem as productive to me as uh in, in many groups, and maybe I'm delayed on this, maybe this has changed, but like when like uh women are like naked on. Instagram and stuff, but it's like a positive, a body positive thing. Right. And like, but like the whole thing of like, fuck dudes, uh, fuck you, you can't tell me how I should look. So, and so stop here- being a pervert, but I'll make myself look got sexy.
0: Got you, got you, got you.
1: And like, yeah, wear what you want to wear, but doesn't that seem. It, it doesn't make sense to me to to do that if you don't. If you want fewer creepy people in your life, why wear sexy clothes? But oh, yes. then, but then, okay. So this no, is the I, thing. I get where you're from. I feel yeah. like I'll get I would get <laughs> negative responses from both sides because yeah. women would be like, "Dude, I can do whatever the fuck I want, I'll wear whatever I want," and men would be like, "Shut the fuck up, man." putting their tits out on Instagram you know what I mean it's like Hmm. but to me it just seems like no like it's based on likes right people are putting themselves out there showing themselves uh, like these
0: it's for validation
1: maybe I don't know it it, it doesn't seem like a positive thing for someone's personal like being like to mm -hmm. just be like How many likes did I get on this? Like, like to put yourself like it's you're putting yourself out on Instagram. What's the reason? Is it is it really because of uh, you want to feel good about yourself? Is you want to feel good about yourself based on likes from strangers? And why is this? uh, Why is nudity a part of it? So that's all my thing. It's like it's not about like, Mm -hmm. don't fucking do that because mm. you shouldn't be naked it's just like is it really a positive thing for someone's mental state right. to base their uh, well-being on other people's likes uh and right. whether they think they have good tits or not like what mm. i guess that's it and mm-hmm. i feel like mm. on both sides like mm. dudes and ladies would be like shut the fuck up
0: well okay i'm trying to think of how i can tackle this response to that <laughs> ha. Um I think you're right. I think the issue comes in where it's social I think social media is the problem, not so much the yeah. the like cuz I I do think um there's a powerfulness in women showing flawed bodies um or bodies that aren't the perceived uh, conventional standard of what beauty is. You know, the skinny, big boob, yeah. perfect skin, like all of this, that a lot of women have grown up um, with eating disorders because we're trying to look like that. Uh, so the media has been shoving this in our throats as like, we we have to look like this. Yeah, yeah. Um. So there is a powerfulness that I think people feel when they're like, this is, this is, me and i feel beautiful and i'm going to post this to inspire other people that they can also feel beautiful if they look like me or if they look different true sure but the but on that would be um yeah why is it this performative thing that has to be posted for the currency of likes reactions comments views whatever that is The social media side, which goes into like the whole influencer world and is anything really authentic Hmm. if you're posting it for that purpose. If an average fucking average Jane average, let's say someone with like 300 followers posted that it's just as powerful, but it's not seen as just as powerful because the engagement's not there. Mm-hmm. Which is the fucked up part about so- social media, right? So I always say, like, look to the people in real life who are living that way, not online, not through Instagram, but you know, women who are like just dressing good out in real life, and and they're just they're living presently in the moment, and it's not performative, and like those are the people that are, you know, should also be praised. The performative nature of social media is just very, um, it does. Make things feel less authentic. I'm not saying that they are less authentic, but it makes things feel that way. Does yeah. that make sense?
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like it's
0: um, yeah. And then usually there's like a long caption with it that's like really deep and goes into to detail and stuff, and you're just like. It's, you know what i mean like like yeah yeah. like uh i almost have a little i almost enjoy the ones that are sillier more like britney spears being topless on instagram just be like ah, these are my tits like (laughs) i'm free now bitches like i almost kind of like that more what
1: did she show her nips
0: oh yeah she's all over instagram what oh yeah she's posting posting topless pictures like she covers them with emojis huh but And I could go into a whole rant about Instagram and how they actually shadow ban um, certain – they tend to shadow ban black women. uh, But then white women who are showing nipples don't get shadow banned or they don't get their posts removed. So there's a whole – I mean like the the internet is – I mean it's – social media is evil straight up. Yeah. I think so. I think it's all – Surrounded with making other people feel shitty about themselves.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can.
0: Because even if you're, if even if your goal is to inspire, other people are going, like, "Well, look at all the likes she's getting. I don't get that many likes. I'm not inspiring people." And it just goes back into this cycle of "I'm not good enough."
1: It's also a great tool. Like I mean,
0: yeah. Oh yeah, totally. You can
1: see all these great concepts and other parts of the world and other people doing great things. I guess it's also the worst thing as well. It can it can be used for good or evil. Yeah. Did you ever see the social dilemma?
0: Oh yeah. Oh, social social dilemma. Yes, yes. The documentary about social media, right? Yeah. yeah I, from when you said good. that, I, I instantly thought social network. But so, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I have seen that.
1: I thought that was really brilliant talking uh, – well, yeah, it was like these um, people that worked with social media, big social media companies. Mm-hmm. And, and they were saying that like these weren't built by psychologists or like people that know about human beings and the brain and they're built by – these are built by tech people
0: who want results yeah clicks and so
1: it's analytical stuff they want
0: to feed ads yeah it's just
1: and uh you know it's talking about like suicide rates with kids like children killing themselves i thought that was wild
0: uh yeah well
1: like if it it, i uh, the way i look at it is like if you don't need any of this stuff you don't need any of this stuff if someone's happy within themselves None of this stuff is necessary. No one needs to promote themselves out to other people. Mm-hmm. Whether they're uh yeah, like you don't need no one need to to prove themselves to other people or see other people to feel good about themselves. Um
0: which is crazy, if, right?
1: If, yeah. It's because- just like building this in building this confidence and strength and understanding in and, and the individual.
0: Because usually when I see Instagram pictures that, like, might make me feel jealous or something, I just instantly think that picture probably took 10 hours to edit or take to look perfect. This person's probably stressing over their likes. And then I just go, wow, like, I don't want that.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. At the
0: end of the day,
1: the making one every day. A lot of people do that. They seem to like, you know, it's it's it seems like a whole process.
0: And the crazy thing is, is like at the end of it all, at the end of everyone's life, we're all gonna, we're all fucking gonna die, (laughs) and none of it will matter. Isn't that funny? None of it will matter.
1: (laughs) You think some of it would matter? You know what I mean? Like (laughs) is anything?
0: I mean, I, I guess you could argue that. Art does matter. Like leaving your art behind, like when you know when music, like Robin Williams, you know, for example, like yeah, that fucking that matters that he died.
1: I could I could live without seeing Da Vinci's works, couldn't I? I I'd be (laughs) fine if I didn't see Michelangelo's. But I'd go on living. I think I'd be.
0: But uh, am I a better person because that? Probably for those people, in their last moments, are were they thinking about, um their credits their work or were they thinking about the people in their in their life that they love their family or like their memories like that's kind of what i always think about too right that
1: i was wondering about that because you you mean like when they were creating these things
0: well like everyone lives a life right like not everyone's gonna be famous yeah um some people are gonna work and get famous and get very successful others won't but i do think at the end of it all if you're on your deathbed and you're th- all you're thinking about is all the amazing things you did or not the, the amazing things you made for other people and you're not thinking about your connections with people or do you know what I mean? I don't know if I'm making sense. When a comedian dies, a lot of times other comedians come out of the woodwork and they just share memories Clearly of, Durham of their a, stories with people. Big- Big oh, big time Impact
1: on this scene uh, it's Big a, time It was definitely a beautiful thing to see
0: Big time, but like His close friends probably aren't going um, Everyone's gonna acknowledge that he did great things And he built great things But his close friends are probably going Like, I loved that chat we had Where we
1: Yeah, yeah, these moments The moments They're gonna have
0: the moments That they're yeah. gonna think about probably more so. Because, like, just because someone doesn't do shit doesn't mean that they're not a valuable person. For sure. You know? Like, some people are just meant to work a nine-to-five job, but, like, be a really good friend or a really good mother or really good... You know what I mean? Like...
1: You don't need to be famous. You don't need you to don't be... Need to that's, followers. I think, what I'm... Like, that's yeah. kind of
0: what I'm getting at, where it's like, I don't know. We're getting so deep on this podcast, but it's just I really at the end of it all, I would I, I don't want to be on my deathbed going, I should have released another 200 episodes or I should have done 200 more mics. I, I want to be going like, who am I going to miss?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or like, what parts of nature am I going to miss seeing?
1: That's something I got to work on mm. is um, I give up human um like the human interaction connection for, cause I've been for years just like, Oh, I got to grind. I got to do the comedy. Like f- with this result in mind of where I want to be, I need to do that to get there. And, uh, it has resulted in like poor relationships with me. And, uh, yeah. Ding, ding,
0: right? ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding that bell. But that's, and what I'm getting at like I do think we get caught up in doing and not living and um, that's where I'm at too I'm trying to strike a balance between doing all this cool stuff but also having fun having relationships I want something on the deathbed that isn't open mics or <laughs> you know like like I, I, I want uh, what do you want? memories with people like I don't want to die and have people just go she made a cool podcast good for her
1: like genuine we did this
0: genuine oh like yeah like that's my fear
1: even memories are funny because we just like accumulate memories as if it's like some sort of uh um tally on on how well we completed life you know
0: (laughs) well no but that's a great great point um have you ever have you had like close people die in your life like have you lost anyone? Close not to
1: you? you know what. Thankfully, uh not mega close. My aunt, probably the closest. Uh, not mega close. Not going well. Right. I am superstitious, and um, kind of close friends, people I played like sports with, but not like my closest family or closest friends. Again,
0: that's no. good. Yeah.
2: Because it, stra-
0: it is a strange thing when people die where, where you, like, you either speak up or you don't about, like, that person, like, publicly. And there is this weird pressure to, like, post memories or stories. And, like, sometimes we don't always have one specific memory. But it's just, like, a feeling we had with that person. Yeah. Or, like, we, we got to be a certain, like, version of ourself. With that person that we didn't get to be with other people. Like that's kinda how I that's think of, cool. that's kinda how I think of people when they when they die. Um like I, I kind of think of that rather than like specific stories. But like I, I would love to have stories too. That'd be nice.
1: <laughs> that to me is the the beauty of relationships. Yeah. The uh the seeing parts of ourselves in other people. In other people.
0: Yeah. It is. It's really cool.
1: We like uh well ramdas have you ever heard of ramdas no ramdas oh you'd like his story ramdas uh used to be a a psychology professor at harvard and um and then his friend tim leary who was also a professor there introduced him to psilocybin to mushrooms and then he ended up like this guy is like in his like 40s i think Or maybe older and then he ramdas um or his name used to be richard alpert and then he changed it to ramdas after he went to india for so many years um was given that name um and then i believe it's like uh it means something about like a servant of god kind of thing and then um so yeah he went to india In searching of uh, searching for a guru, and he found a guru there, and he gave him this LS. He gave him LSD because he he got like really into psychedelics, and he was so curious about this understanding of the mind and spirit through psychedelics. And then he he was like, "I got to go to India and find a guru because he heard maybe they'd have an answer for me." And he gave the guru like this extremely high dose of LSD, and the guru's name was Neem Karoli Baba. And he, he just sat there and he was unchanged by, it. he was like, Oh yeah. And so it's like, and then something Ramdas says like that. It's like, when you're already in Detroit, you don't need to take a bus to Detroit. So it's, I guess the idea there is that he's already experiencing certain planes of existence that, and that is encapsulated already LSD, that plane of existence that is brought in during LSD that you experience during his, his day, perhaps he's already, uh, experiencing that he's already acting on all planes. So, huh. but Ramdas, the reason I brought up Ramdas is that he talked about, uh, like he has a podcast as well. Ooh. He's actually no longer in this living uh, human no state,
0: longer, no longer with us on this plane,
1: <laughs> but he, uh, he mentioned this thing about, um, He said, like a loved one, it's like we grow this attachment uh, to people after they die because they showed us love. Mm -hmm. You know, like they open up the spot in us. Oh, that we didn't know we could have, say. That's right. Right? And then then we say, oh, only that person can bring up this love in me when in actuality the the love is there. We just have to, you know. T- t- nurture it in ourselves, than the, oh, but but yeah, that's we so treat true. this attachment to other people because we're like, I could, you're the only person that showed me this or that allowed me to feel this.
0: That's powerful.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's
0: that's cool. pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. Christ, the things that we've gotten into tonight. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun. I fucking loved it. I mean yeah, it's holy exciting. shit. <laughs> this, this is a different book. I kind of love it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Andrew, is there anything that like we didn't cover that you might want to talk about, pop off about?
1: I could have ranted about Halifax, too.
0: uh, Oh, I mean, do you have any... You can listen. Pop off right now if you want. Do you have any weird things about the city that you think is (laughs) fucked up or weird?
1: Well, I think you you need to hate yourselves more.
0: (laughs) There we go! Okay, why? Why do we need to hate ourselves more?
1: (laughs) I just... You need to acknowledge how Uh, shitty this place is. (laughs) (laughs) You don't do it enough here. Newfoundland constantly. We constantly like this is the worst. Do you
0: mean place. Uh, Halifax is a bit like maybe stuck up? I
1: don't know what Halifax is. There needs to be some. It's a, there's a delusion. There's too much delusion in Halifax. There's like this aroma of uh, it's the best place I've ever been in my life.
0: <laughs> I don't. You hang out with me more.
1: Content here. I,
0: I have. I complain every fucking day. Don't 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 you don't I'm you. I'm just worry.
1: so used to running into random people in Newfoundland. You're like, well, is the worst weather here. Some bad. And I can't wait to leave. I... But they never leave. And here, it's like no one complains about it, which oh. is, is a great thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know. And it's just it's odd, like it's a very very progressive city not mm. not a bad thing not a bad thing they even have like those little like flags at the crosswalks
0: oh yes yes yes
1: we don't need you don't need that
0: <laughs> so what you're saying is we're not we don't have a nitty grittiness to us like Newfoundland does
1: it's not about nitty gritty it's like
0: resilience
1: dude You just need to relax More and Uh, not give As many fucks Like not you don't need to like If someone's complaining about Crossing the sidewalk Like the fucking Crosswalk you don't need a flag You don't need to be like yeah okay we'll give you a flag Too well
0: Well, the thing is And like
1: you close you close all the time (laughs) You're like You got a little bit you got a sprinkle of snow And then you're power lines are down and like nobody has power and i don't know what's going on with that
0: that is something i will agree with you on we are weather pussies here
1: big weather pussies we
0: are very quick to bail on plans at any slight snowflake on the ground uh and like and also the the weather panic is like, have you ever been in like a Sobies or a Walmart like okay, the night before a storm? Up. And and you see people like preparing for like the end of the world. Yeah. Like it's madness.
1: Yeah, I went I went once and this was in Newfoundland. And uh they were like, Oh, it was a big storm. We actually had this storm in Newfoundland and it was like seven day power outage. And so someone just before that, they went to the store and I was like you get your good like get get what you need to get kind of thing. Like uh only what you need. Go you can only go to the store, get what you need. And someone <laughs> just had like fucking bag of chips, Pepsi, and a caramel <laughs> bar. That's me. What a great like <laughs> what a great time of society where like you're not really too worried about starving. You just, you just oh, get some person. chips and chocolate.
0: That's a depressed person. They're oh, like, okay. they're like, I'm going to do the bare minimum and go out with uh, <laughs> the joy of sugar and salty treats. Oh, this
1: is their last night on earth. This is... <laughs>
0: do you ever think about the
1: that? last to rob.
0: The last night on earth. What you do? This podcast has been. One of the <laughs> deeper podcasts I've ever had, I think. Oh, cool. Um, wow. so let's end it with a, a, a big question, which is like what would you do on your last night? <clears throat> in this in this, so you're not in Newfoundland, right your life right here in Halifax, right now. What would you do last night?
1: Um Be joyful. Just try to be joyful and you know, if if I could bring joy to other people, that'd be great. And
2: uh, we'll work do a
1: on enlightenment. What's... I would, I would try to be enlightened, whatever that means. Oh. Yeah, strive for that.
0: Like maybe just like, would you
1: go beyond the body and mind? I guess
0: meditate. Then... Like you'd.
1: Yeah, I probably would. In yeah. all actuality, I'd probably just, if I knew I was gonna die, I would probably just meditate and wow. do yoga. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, what could offer me a better because i would want to die peacefully is the thing mm. you know? i always thought it would be kind of i also want to die in a funny way <laughs> you know what i mean oh who was it? <laughs> i think the kyle or something? <laughs> have you ever heard of kyle canane
0: why is the, it's for very familiar to me that name but he's a comic he's not. he's
1: really funny i'm pretty sure this was his joke he and I'm gonna not gonna really say it in joke form, but he, basically he was saying like about like uh, ways of dying and going out with a bang and like just like just leaving it in an odd circumstance for people when they yes. see it, like, yes. like, um, dying. In like a clown outfit, like I don't, I don't know if this is exactly the word, but it was like something like dying. Oh no, it was dying with like scuba gear on and like, like, um, but then like next to a small bucket of water, as if like you try to like dive <laughs> into the small bucket of water from from like a high height or something like that. Yeah, uh, it's like, just like just
0: confuse people
1: exactly, make yeah.
0: people go, "What the fuck happened here?"
1: I definitely want people to like enjoy and and I would hope people would not. Be sad during my death. Like I would like to. I want to have some gags planned out for my death too. Like you know what I mean. Like put that in my wheel. Like some funny shit to happen. Like what, you know. Like you ever hear like petty, like the Petty Murphy die and that kind of stuff. Like people Uh, celebrating death and like having like people use like I've heard stories where people like brought their the dead person out of the casket and were like dancing with them, that kind of stuff.
0: (laughs) I think I draw the line of that. that's a bit that's a bit weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna lie.
1: No, well it was more like a prank. (laughs) You you like well, to prank someone like your nan comes with uh, it. I mean they're probably fucking hammered when they did something like this, but uh well, like, of so make it funnier. Mexico,
0: but, like they celebrate the, death. the day death. Like yeah. it's, it's it's a celebration. I think
1: they actually don't they dig relatives up during that
0: time. I don't know too much about it, but I do know I that this, that one we're time I was scared of
1: death here in North America. We we hate death.
0: We really are. So I actually follow a bunch of. Um, hospice nurses on TikTok. Whoa, I know, really, really weird. But they they talk a lot about like the experiences they encounter with dying people and all of this. And I also follow death doulas. Sweet. They help people in the end of their life.
1: What's a doula? Death
0: doula. So, like a birth doula (sighs) is someone who helps with birth, helps the mother through the birth process. Kind of, yeah not not as much of a i i don't really know the difference honestly between a midwife and a doula midwives provide medical oh, right medical care during pregnancy birth and the immediate postpartum period doulas provide you and your family with emotional informational and physical support so if they're less medical they wouldn't be able to like know about like like the medical implications of birth but more so like the emotional support and like Breathing techniques and like stuff like that. Oh, okay. So it's not not as technical. It's the less technical version of a midwife, which is interesting. All right, Andrew. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. She <laughs> never said why
1: you how you die.
0: Was oh it,
1: what you would do before your death?
0: Oh God, I don't go, know. I want to know. I don't know. That's very strange. Um, to think about because I I do think about it every day. Um. I'd probably do the same as you, like maybe like just reflect on things and try to be peaceful. I don't really have any. I always celebrate with
1: family. I would want to do that too. I'd call up loved ones and be like, "Yeah." What up? I, I joke. I'd have laughs. For
0: I'd sure. call up loved ones for sure. But I do feel like it's a sad thing for me to say, but like, I don't feel like I have my like end of the world person. Like, a lot of people do. A lot of people have like that best friend, or like, like or they're uh, really close with like, I have a lot of friends who are really close with their mothers. So obviously, like, they would be with their mothers. I'm not that close with my family. Uh, and I do feel like the people who I'm close with are closer with other people. Mm. So there is a sadness associated with that. Your cat. That thought. Oh yeah, I would be with my cat.
1: <laughs>
0: That's my end of the world person. Oh, I could cry now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
1: well, you're already prepared. Then you're ready to go.
0: I think. I think I would try to embrace solitude in some weird way. Maybe find a sunset. Wow. Maybe find. Yeah. A, I would love to get to a beach.
1: That'd be sick.
0: Uh, a nice sunset. You
1: could go with Joe. You could go cold <laughs> swim
0: <laughs> not... and just never come back. Yeah, yeah, really though. I mean, Joe should um, do an end of the world carpool. He should round up people, and we should all go to the beach. I'll just. I mean, I don't I think, think I'd
1: be able to die in the cold water because it'd be so cold. I'd want to jump out. Oh,
0: I wouldn't go in the water. I would be like on the beach. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm not into getting eaten by sharks. Sharks. There's definitely sharks in, in our, in our waters. Yes. What? Yeah. Huh. There's great whites everywhere. Huh? There. Are. Here. Look it up.
1: In Halifax.
0: Yeah. There's, there's a, there's an app that tracks them. Did you hear about the the guy who died in Australia who was a diver and like his life was dedicated to diving and like exploring the ocean and he got annihilated by a shark and died.
1: Well, I don't think anyone doesn't get annihilated by a But shark. this
0: was like
1: <laughs> I think if you're going to deck no, shark... No,
0: this was next level.
1: <laughs> really.
0: This was next <laughs> le- level like eaten. Like like I this think people body. Th- people who die from like shark attacks like it might be like bites. This was like bad. And and he was someone who who actually like literally died doing what they loved cuz they were in the, in the ocean. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that there's no better sight than a sunset. I wonder
1: how he wanted to die.
0: Maybe that was it. Maybe
1: annihilated by a shark.
0: He was like if you just look it up like Australia shark attack death like you'll you'll find the story. It's fucking insane. There's a video. I haven't seen the unblurred video video, but there's a video of the body coming like coming washing up or whatever. Jesus or like like the like, like they saw the dead body and like people on the beach are like screaming
1: is that rotten.com
0: well uh do you remember, do you remember
1: that which, where com? i don't know that one was that Rotten like a? I wonder com? if that was like a prepubescent kid thing dude uh, boy thing we we would watch like there's like this website called rotten.com and my buddy showed me when we were kids it's oh was like, it like Ch-ch-ch. like a baby in a jar and like
0: oh like all that just weird shit
1: weirdest, yeah just the worst photos you could possibly find like people with like their head cut in half and
0: like, oh god yeah no I, no i think i know what you're talking about i didn't yeah there was a site like that i mean like shocker videos were a huge thing when i was when i was younger
1: that's a shocker video
0: just like, I mean, the two girl one cup type thing. Oh yeah, there was one I saw that was you don't called. Don't see those anymore. That, that was Maybe called, you really don't. It's all
1: normalized now. Well,
0: we're all so sensitive, right? We can't take it. um
1: Although it's probably out there uh, on like four chan or something.
0: Yes, uh one of the craziest one I saw was called. I don't go Oct- either. Was called Octopus Girl. Have you seen this? Ugh. No. <laughs> About
1: this, the explain octopus girl to um, us um
0: a woman put like an octopus up her pussy and then shoved it out like squeezed it out
1: and <laughs> did it
0: it was i don't know was if it alive was, i don't think so it uh, was one of the weirdest things i've ever seen in my life
1: that's just inhumane
0: yeah no totally where? but I'm the fucking person and there's two types of people in the world and let me know who which one you are I'm, well, the, I'm the type of person th- to look at the thing uh, like the disgusting horrifying thing rather than not I want to see it my thought, mind wants to see it
1: I, I thought you were going to say there's two types of people in the world someone uh, that will put an octopus up their pussy and someone that won't
0: which one are you Andrew <laughs> <laughs> where do you land on the
1: <laughs> I'd put one tentacle up there uh, 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 <laughs> that's it
0: so fucked. That's the type up.
1: person I am. I'll put one tentacle
0: So fucked up the shit that yeah the videos that, that are out there. Yeah, kids Maybe
1: for likes for likes and money.
0: But even back then, it is wasn't. That a it, thing wasn't now, likes, it wasn't women likes. Women
1: are are selling their panties more. Is is this more? Do you think it's happening more frequently than ever?
0: Yeah, because I think um, I think women are discovering that we're all sitting on money, literally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've heard it being discussed a lot recently.
0: The selling, out- well, apparently you now. Listen, I I don't think it's cost effective to be honest. Why? Because the freaks who are buying underwear, um, they need you to like. Like they have specific specific things that they want you to do with the underwear, whether that's like wear them for a week or like package them a certain way. Like there's all these things you have to do, uh, and then you you only get so much per pair, right? You gotta ship them out. Like I don't know. To me, I'm just like it's just too much work. Just get uh, OnlyFans.
1: You're, you're following requests, but specific like specific orders.
0: Yeah, but the, those people buying them, right? They, it's not about just getting, like, on Amazon underwear. Yeah, I
1: thought you could just be like, this is what happened to my underwear today. Post it.
0: It's the fact that they, uh, like...
1: Take what you can get.
0: They... (laughs) They're buying... Sounds cheesy to say, but, like, they're buying an experience with the underwear. Like, they want to know what led to the the underwear being in the state that they're in, or, like...
1: Where do you lie on this... This?
0: Oh, I would never do that. No? I thought about it before. <laughs> I'm not going to oh. lie. <laughs> when I've been really broke, I've thought about it. But, like, I, I'd much rather just post boobies on OnlyFans and charge mm. for them.
1: Dude, <laughs> I've been trying to work on this joke because my friend, my friend <laughs> had someone on Snapchat. And, uh, right? They were, like, friends, and she used to sell him weed, right? And then suddenly... One day, just all of a sudden, she sends him a video of her having sex with a dude, and she's like, "If you want, like, pay for my vids, kind of thing." And he was just like, "Whoa, what? Like, we were just—I didn't know you. What? We were just friends, and like, we just had this mutual relationship. And now you're like,
0: now he's promoting- in the sales—he's in the sales pump pipeline. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I just wanted, like, it funny to be like." You have a certain rapport with someone and then suddenly how do you make that transition into being like, Hello. Um,
0: right. You know? But um what if, a like lot are
1: like relatives, like you know what I mean? Like this no, all that's... these weird like dynamics that must right? come up when you do these things. But
0: that's the risk you take. But if yeah. you had the chance to make hundreds of dollars a month and pay down your debt, yeah, yeah. Very easily, Makes it's sense. very appealing to a lot of girls because they now know how easy it is. To get money for men,
1: I watched an interview with uh, some sex workers, and like one of the the way she talked about it was like, well like what would you like you you have to give yourself up anyway, no matter what job you're working so and like she was saying she has more control
0: that's right over her
1: body than, than another job kind of thing I was
0: like, well, well, that's why like I think OnlyFans and Camgirling is very appealing and not so much um being a porn star anymore. None of these are none of this is staying in, by the way. Although I might post this as a bonus episode on Patreon. <laughs> if you're okay with that, Andrew. Don't I might post OnlyFans bonus snippet.
1: You do whatever you want.
0: Um now as a dude, would you be offended if um a girl put a new that she sent to you for you, specifically for you, on OnlyFans and then charged for it later down the road. Is that offensive? No.
1: No, I've never been sent a nude. What? <laughs> I don't think so. I did one. What? I jerked off with a girlfriend of mine over like webcam or not what, like, you know, face chat. And I did a Snapchat once with a girl I was dating. But I've never received a titty. But you did videos. Yeah, I mean that's
0: you you went. You went.
1: Never an existing titty pick or any of that. No, I've never prompted, and no girl has ever done it to me for some reason. For some reason, (laughs) (laughs) why hasn't (laughs) they ever? Have you shoot it? Have have
0: you sent pictures?
1: Um, I don't. Not definitely not. I don't think so No, I think it's more so just been like video kind of stuff
0: That's funny that you Live. went straight to video like Live there was, stream There was no tease leading up to the video It was just like straight video
1: I've never known how to do it You know, I've never known I've never, I, I don't think I've ever had the like Inspiration To just send a dick pic I've
0: I mean, never I've, like, been like Now's that's, the time no, no, to no. send one But that's good, that's good, stay that way Don't... <laughs>
1: i'm a mama's boy maybe that's why i think the
0: correct
1: i'm a mama's boy i only masturbate on zoom okay (laughs) in unison with my partner i don't send dick pics
2: i've been raised well
0: To do being a mama's boy, she raised you that way. That's so fucked <laughs> up. Um, <laughs>
1: now, when you grow up, and there's this thing called Zoom. <laughs>
0: the, the correct way to do it, I think, is if the girl either asks for it, that's okay to send it. Um, if you've already been sexting, and like you're on the way to her place, you can send a dick pic.
1: You know what? I don't think I've even sexted properly. Maybe that's why I have not I never really understood sexting.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I've never been good at that. Yeah, most of the sexual stuff, like when I've been with women, I've it's like been by accident. What do you mean? So I just like walk into pussy. That's it. What? I, I bump into it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like I stub my toe on pussy. That's. <laughs> i don't like try you know what i mean like i don't know how i get there it just happens like one girl i meet this girl downtown actually through a mutual friend and then uh i'm downtown like i had like a backpack and stuff was after like a comedy show and like backpack and like a jacket and like a bunch of stuff and then she's like so you're gonna like will you walk me to my cab? And I'm like, oh yeah, I don't mind. And then I like, hey, to my friend who was also there, I'm like, hey man, can you just like watch my backpack for a second? I'm just gonna take her to the cab. And he's like, he looks at me like, you're not coming back. I was like, what do you mean? I don't understand he's like, this. you're going home whereby I? I was like, what do you mean? I'm just like, I'm just walking her to a cab, and he's like. What's wrong with you? Like, no, she's taking you home. I was like, what? And then I get to the cab. She's like, so you hopping in? And I was like, oh, oh, uh, yes.
0: Why are men so dumb?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, I I I don't know. I
0: I, I
1: also well, I'm not. I I'm not to gonna be presumptuous. The,
0: okay, as someone who, uh that that story makes me mad because, like, I've <laughs> I've, I've I've uh. I've I, I've been so blunt with men and they they don't pick it up. I don't it, get
1: the cues.
0: It and and I've also had a situation where I watched a guy that I wanted to fuck get in a cab with another girl and I have no idea what she did differently than what I did to make that happen and not what I it's this I don't get you guys I don't know why I even try.
1: Uh, yeah. Anymore. I don't get it.
0: I I I want to I want to stub my toe on dick, You know, like, <laughs> but I don't I don't think I, I don't think it's meant for me. <sighs> I don't get it. I have a more I have a more like I guess bold approach. Um, but guys still don't pick up on that.
1: What do you mean? What's your bold approach?
0: Like just saying it. <laughs> let's fuck yeah or like i want to i want you know um actually it's it's been a while since i've
1: uh, i love that if someone's just like let's fuck i'm like oh oh that's what you want okay let's do it yeah
0: yeah but i think a lot a lot of those times it was like over like messenger or something Um, not in person yeah so i I really can't say shit
1: (sighs) it's funny most of my relationships, uh, have been, I've been fuck buddies
0: oh, with same
1: people on the rebound. So oh. I've been the rebound, dude. And uh, I was like pleasantly, I was just happy. Like, I was like, that's great. I never looked at myself as a rebound because I never wanted a committed relationship. So it was just like a perfect thing for me because it would be like, or okay. like people that are traveling. Like one girl, she was visiting Newfoundland from Ottawa. Perfect. And we knew we only had, like, two months together. Perfect. But, like, we got to know oh, each other months. really well and hung out. I had like a lot two of sex. Is,
0: I feel like two months is slightly too long.
1: Maybe it wasn't that long. But it was, like... Yeah. we bu- Yeah, we built something. We definitely built something and it it. Uh. I didn't... I think it might have hurt her <laughs> after I didn't feel things. <laughs> I liked her, but I was just like, I'm not going to Ottawa. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> And I'm not doing a long term relationship Oh
0: my god oh, Fuck I hate those situations I call them situation chips <laughs> <laughs> not, not so much fuck buddies cause I wasn't emotionally
1: as emotionally involved I liked her a lot though But it was like yeah
0: Did you do things other than hook up? Did you like hang out?
1: We hung out And then we as, hooked up As like friends? not uh, we young out but it was it was around the nucleus of sex okay
0: got you. we enjoyed each
1: other's company but there was always sex
0: the mission the mission was there yes
1: that was my yes. mission anyways yeah. i i was a very um promiscuous only only sex oriented person
0: for Did a I, while what a fancy way of saying fuck boy
1: <laughs> yeah well, True I was Maybe uh, I was a fuckboy I never looked at myself As a fuckboy I would be like I was a douchey fuckboy In the sense that like But I wasn't like I didn't know I was doing Fuckboy stuff Oh okay. Cause I'd be like Nice so I feel like I was like, ugh, like looking back, i like, I was like more gross because I wasn't just like, "Hey, what the fuck," you know. I, I was kind of like, "Oh, hey, look, you want to be my friend?" Which is now
0: probably perceived as you were manipulating. Uh, yeah, which is I why I didn't
1: look at it like that. Yeah, but it's like, oh, Jesus. That's what why a you... lot of us
0: go for
2: assholes, but I only right?
1: wanted, like, I didn't want a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I think the way I entered the getting Such to know this person now, was I was only thinking about sex but you, I was being nice as if I she, was wanting to build something more and it wasn't like a conscious yeah. thing but I was just trying to be nice I and I, so I was I feel like I was the worst kind of fuck boy because was like yeah, the that's sly. the lie. That, that
0: is the worst kind of fuck boy yeah. because you aren't your words aren't matching your intentions
2: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: So the
0: reason I think a lot of girls I think, I think oh my god, did I just connect it So I do think that like the reason a lot of girls go for like assholes is there might be this perceived like well, I know he's an asshole, so I know he's going to hurt me.
1: Interesting.
0: And it's almost like we try to pre pre prepare ourselves. Um But yeah, you're right. That is the worst kind of fuckboy. The uh nice fuckboy. Yeah. Don't be nice.
1: And then in my head, I'm like, oh, just, I'm such a good guy.
0: You could, you, fuck Albeit, boys, I don't
1: think I, I don't think there's fu- a, I, maybe there are, but I don't think people had like bad shit to say about me. Maybe, maybe they, they do or have. Fuckers can be nice to I'm people. I'm not aware. People. But
0: I think the term is stigmatized. We should change it to. Man who just wants sex. I
1: respect. I I think I did my best. I was just trying to be respectful. To yeah, be honest. yeah, that's nice. But I didn't understand that it what I was. I didn't understand what I was doing, and that it would lead to hurting people. But also, I got hurt too. So I mean, you know,
0: with the same person, it goes
1: bo- both both ways. Um, or a no, and in in like different different aspects. Like oh, I okay. got like so. Here's an interesting one when. I loved this girl in like high school. Like this is like, I think it was like my first love at least, at least for, you know, love what, what you think it is kind of maybe, you know? And so I was like, so into this girl for years from like when I was like 17 to probably when I was like 20, 21 and she, but she always had a boyfriend and then, but I'd, I'd always be like flirting with her, even though, and wow even i i was a douchebag man because like i knew the guy too but i'd be flirting with her because i really liked her were you friends with them like kind of
0: like prefer i was
1: nice i was nice to him and oh man yeah and actually i've slept with a dude i played basketball with i slept with his ex and now i'm like it's gross to like talk about but at the time i like just never looked at it like that i wouldn't uh, now I'm like, that would be such a painful thing to do to someone. But yeah, at the yeah. time I was like, oh, I'm not like best friends, So who gives a fuck? Like, yeah, who cares? But I think, I think it did. Like, I don't think he looked at me the same after I don't ever fucking no. talk to him, but yeah. um,
0: there's a, there's a secret bro code underlying yeah. bro code.
1: And especially with certain people. Uh, yeah. But I know some people don't give a fuck. Like I don't know if I would. Maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't. But
0: um, I think it's case to case. Yeah, it does depend.
1: So this girl I've love. I was really in love with, and then she- but she proposed to me one night. What? uh No, not like proposal, but oh. like. <laughs> She offered, she offered uh, one night when we were like hammered drunk, she was like, and she had just broken up with her boyfriend. She said, you know, I'm thinking like, what if like, we were just like, what if like you and me were just like, like fuck buddies? And I was like, yeah. Oh
0: no. And
1: But to me, in my mind, I was like, we'll be fuck buddies. And then like there, and then like. Maybe you'll be my girlfriend eventually. Of course, you, you were know, thinking
0: like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And Truly, like, that's why we can't do casual. Oh, a lot of us can't do casual sh- sex.
1: Broke my heart, man. Broke uh, my heart. Broke. And how yeah.
0: long did you string it out? Um. But
1: uh, but the thing was, I lo- like the I wanted to have sex was so bad. I was just like, it didn't matter. Right. I was like, and and maybe we'll be in a relationship. But ultimately, I wanted to like. I really loved her. Right. And uh I can't remember how long that went on. That went on for a while, maybe months. Oh my god. And then but then she ended up going with a guy. Actually, she's married to this guy now. Yeah.
0: Did you ever tell her you wanted a relationship?
1: Yeah, I think I I I went a little crazy yeah i like did one of those like long texts like oh i love I, I love you Aww. i have a lot like poured my heart out that kind of thing and then it was like but she wasn't like telling me the truth kind of thing and i was just like just tell me like that kind of like drama i'm like hammered and i like threw my phone on the ground and kicked a mirror off the side of a car
0: how <laughs> old were like, you at the time i don't fucking know i was like maybe
1: i feel like i was like in my early 20s, I feel like I was 20.
0: I love 21. it. No, and then but that's, that's perfect. I'd drive
1: around Newfoundland, <laughs> listening to Mumford and Sons. And,
2: uh, <laughs> little Lion Man, and like swerving
1: all around. I don't care about my life, man.
2: Fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude.
0: Oh, my God. Brutal. Like the, the dramatics of like young love. Our life is like no, no other thing. Like,
1: it's, pa- it's definitely the most passionate I've ever been.
0: But, like, also just like, this is the worst feeling I will ever feel in my entire yeah. life. Like, when you're like 20? <laughs> it fucking sucks. It truly, no, like, truly, truly. It's, like, it's the most dramatic.
1: And someone, is she wants someone else, a, 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 a Nambi? Mm-hmm. What?
0: Mm hmm. I thought we were friends.
1: Aww. Okay, we were friends and then we had sex. The equals should equal relationship, right?
0: A tale as old as time. <laughs> what did she respond to your text with?
1: I cannot remember, but I remember being, it being awkward with me wanting to like hang out with her after or like chat with her after that. And her partner would always be there. Like, they were, like, they would not separate after. It was so funny. That every party we'd go to, they'd always be, like, together. And then, like, if I chatted to her, it was, like, the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah. And, like, I was just like, all right, I'm trying to move on, but this is fucking weird.
0: God damn.
1: Because, you know, I've had sex with her, and then this dude, he's there, and...
0: No, of it's course. Not, it's weird. That's weird. That no, that's fu- that's fucking weird. Right? You get <laughs> you get it? Morris. No, I do. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, yeah. No, I I, I, <laughs> I get it. I get um, it. I, I keep my th- 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 fuck buddies very separate from my life. They're very like not at oh. all connected to any friends or comedy or oh. oh yeah, like
1: do you have fuck buddies now?
0: I have one. I haven't fucked them in like. A year and a half, but like like probably could. There
1: was no closure. Uh, but like
0: we we had been we've been like kind of like bang 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 buds. Can I Ooh, say bang buds? Since sure. since like twenty thirteen. On and off. Yeah. Cool. Just like wow. But like it it it's like, hey, we do this one thing great. Let's do this one thing great together and we don't have to do anything else together.
1: Project. Sex is good. The sex is good.
0: Yeah, it's fun. It's predictable. <laughs> <laughs> it's reliable. No, wrong word choice. Oh, reliable. Reli- it's reliable.
1: Huh. So, why not more?
0: It's a great question. <laughs> Do you want more? I think, like, I lost my sex drive, and then I think we're both lazy. Huh. I think that could be it. No, like, COVID came into zero play.
1: relationship. You know, ne- you never want a relationship with this person.
0: Oh no, did- I did in the beginning, huh. but then I, I don't know what changed, but something changed where I was like, okay, I no longer care about like being with this person, but I do still like having them as this person to come over every now and then. Mm. There's like a comfort level, yeah, and that's kind of nice to have it with somebody. Yeah, like um, yeah, maybe I text him at the end of the world.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, go out with a bang, baby.
0: <laughs> go out with a bang. Yeah, a literal bang. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's like I have to do that, like, because otherwise I will get feelings, uh, and it it will be messy, 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 messy town. Um, so I have to keep it as casual as possible. And by that, I mean, like, there's a a purpose for our hangouts and nothing else. Like, we don't talk, Hmm. hang out, text.
1: Because he's made it clear he doesn't want anything else? Oh, I get you. I get you. Yeah. That must be tough emotionally Because our personalities
0: wouldn't match up.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Fuck. <laughs> I I don't know if I could do that, man. That takes uh, to be like emotionally detached, interested in someone and then oh, yeah, to but- have sex with them. Mm-hmm. And but knowingly know that it would. It wouldn't, yeah. Wouldn't.
0: And it was a problem for a while. But again, like something just I've shift- probably done it. But something just-, just shifted in me. And I was just like, OK, I no longer care. I think it might have been self-respect
2: nice
0: yeah (laughs) like i think it might have been just a moment of like i know this person won't be with me so there's no point in me liking him anymore yeah but i still enjoy the physical Hmm. side of things
2: (sighs) tough yeah man
0: i know i've been through a shit ton of like weird casual situations like i've been single for 10 years but like that does not mean that shit hasn't fucking gone down and happened and like (laughs) been very intense and like has felt like breakups even though they weren't oh yeah (sighs) that's a whole other podcast (laughs) uh we gotta end it because guess how long we've been talking just take a
1: i i looked at my watch three hours
0: you're right on three hours wow this is can i keep the relationship stuff in i'm not gonna keep the only fan stuff in dude
1: you i don't but give a fuck I, I you keep to whatever na- you want i would
0: love to cut in that fuck buddy that whole thing uh but we're gonna do a real ending now this is the real ending we're really ending the podcast now <laughs> okay so andrew thank you for being on the podcast <laughs> thank
1: you for having me it's been great
0: <laughs> my god what a wild ride um where can people find you on instagram what's your instagram
1: have a nice k
0: underscore oh have a nice k mm-hmm.
1: i am on twitter but not many people go i think it's the same thing have a nice k maybe it's not no maybe it's not but i'll
0: find it and I'll- i'm
1: there somewhere on twitter i don't use that too much instagram is the most Tried TikTok to go Instagram, just Instagram. It's fine.
0: Follow Andrew on Instagram. Big don't thank don't you for this wonderful night of insane conversations. Um and you get to end the episode with a bell ring. Hold <coughs> her up and give her a ring. That means we're done. We're done. Thank you. <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening to the intoxicated podcast if you enjoyed this week's episode make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast app you use and leave a rating or review on apple podcasts you can also give us a follow on facebook and instagram at intoxicated podcast and check out our video episodes on the intoxicated youtube channel until next week feel hard and talk hard. Intoxicated Podcast is hosted and produced by Sarah McClellan, co produced by Sarah Nicole, and brought to you by The Messiness of Life.
2: Oh, everybody's depressed. Next subject.